Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And hopefully the uh, Supercoach gods have blessed you. Hashtag blessed. They definitely um, blessed me this year, that's for oh, sure. Well, yes, one all. <laughs> one all. Okay, Chris, we get it. Uh, but look, thank you very much for joining us. First things first, let's take a look at our socials. Yep. Uh, on Twitter, we are SC underscore insider underscore. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash SC insider. And on Twitch, which you're currently watching us right now, we've got over 25 viewers in there currently. Um, it's twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore insider and on YouTube and all major podcast platforms as Supercoach Insider. Pretty yes. Easy. So quick disclosure for a couple of you that might have listened on the audio platforms. This guy may have done the editing. Uh, <laughs> I was a bit busy with university, so he took care of it for the first time. Yeah. Good good attempt, Chris. Was, uh, good attempt. Um, if at first you don't succeed, just never try never again. Never try again. <laughs> so uh, luckily I'll be doing the editing after this anyway. So we usually like to edit our audio to make it crisp. Yep. Um, and like the crisp from Collingwood, we like to deliver in strong form. So but Sometimes we turn it over every now and then. <laughs> uh, okay, first things first, we are going sponsored with the hey. frothy today. We so the frothy. Yeah, on the frothy. So Excellent. It, like the furphy, apparently, Matilda Bay. Froth uh, actually That's got recommended man. by uh, one of the boys that we'll shout out in just a moment. Um, Three, two, one... Ah, beautiful. Oh, there mate. we go. Let's, let's give our first thoughts here, Chris. Yes. Evening, gents, to uh, Centre Half Couch. We've got Custard Chuckers there as well. Um, Dusty has to go. Oh, well, well let's calm down there, all right? <laughs> um, we've got Cricket9898. Uh, uh, finally get to listen to one live. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Uh, so back night, evening, and a um, couple of cheek, cheeky notes on the palm. Yes. Thank you very much, uh, Jack Collings. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a pretty busy night tonight. We've got a lot to cover. Yes. Um, so we are going to do the round review. We're also going to have a look at, obviously, the Bubble Boys, trades, etc. Let's have a bit of a swizz. It's good. It's actually quite nice, mm. hey? Not, not going to lie. Uh, so recommended from one of the boys over at Supercoach Strategi- Strategies and Screenshots 2019. Uh, so if you aren't on there, feel free to do it. We can link it below, but that is it. Oh, if... that's never going to work. There it is. Hey, there we go. Focus. <laughs> Wait for that focus to hit. Um, Chris, just quickly, I know we're not. We're going to get straight into it. We're hey, going to start with the with the Bubble Boys first. I ended up uh, picking up a little something for us, and I was really stoked. It actually arrived on the weekend, mm. and I thought, what better way than to? Is it the ten dollars that you owe me for the bet that you lost in the weekend? Oh damn it! <laughs> I do owe you a tenner, but hey, you said you're going to pay me for these beers anyway. That's true. That's uh, true. Got a little package here for me. So, Chris, do you want to do the honors for me, please? I don't. I don't because I've got a feeling I know what this is. No, you it don't. Feels, it feels very much like a. Oh, dude, the return address is on the back. <laughs> oh, no. Did you, you bring your speaker and everything? You didn't. Oh, my gosh. What is this? The best of us. Oh, my gosh. Can you claim them? This is old school. Oh, look, it's even signed. Are you putting it on? Okay. I'm upset. I'm upset. 
No, you didn't. Could you please stop that for a second? We're the Eagles. West Coast Eagles. I heard that on repeat. Like eight, you know how many times they played it after the grand final? Oh, mate, too many. Not enough. Too many times. Uh, okay, so this is from uh, Jamie Hall. Shout um, out, Jamie. Shout out, Jamie. So he was listening, waiting for this moment, I believe, Chris. I did promise him I would play the West Coast theme song. Oh, and I'm going to wear this too. every podcast for this year. <laughs> Every single podcast. Got a signature on it too. Here's the signature. Can you see that? Oh yeah, Jamie, if you're out there, mate, uh, shout us a whose who's signature is that? Um, oh, this is, <laughs> thanks, Jay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I get for uh, oh, man. But I'm not going to lose a bet, and so we do have a bet. Um, Sam Collins has to average 80, which is now a little bit ambitious. But Very he did ambitious. a nice little 87 last week. Yeah. So he's coming back. That'll be great after his 30. Uh, okay, Chris, so let's go into these Bubble Boys, shall we? Let's go see. We're going to start off Bubble Boys. Who's important? Yep. Who do you need in your side? And uh, who can you do without? So let's start off with the I, Bubble Boys. I think there's probably two per line that you just absolutely must have. Um, so starting the forward and working your way back, because I think the forward lines are the must-have ones. Yes. Um, so Willem Drew, guaranteed, if you don't have him, you've got to get him. And if you didn't start with him, you're probably not watching us anyway. So that's fine. Uh, <laughs> stop, stop with the Eagles. Um, okay. and Serious business. I do think you need Matt Parker, but I don't necessarily think you need to play him on field. If you've got the luxury to loophole him, I think that might be a good option. Um, if you need to play someone on field as a second or third um, forward rookie, yep. including I still think I'd still play Setterfield ahead of him, um, and then I'd have him either on the pine or as that last F six because there is just as much chance that he turns over a 39 or a 40 that he hits an 85 or 90. So oh, I'm with you, Chris. Um, um, ben Ashton was the one, by the way, that recommended the frothy. So thank you, Ben Ashton. Uh, he said, I'll recommend you the beer, but I won't shout you them. So <laughs> look, 50-50 and nothing is quite like getting halfway in. So thank you, Ben. Um, and he is also... <laughs> That's I think, my favorite game. It's called Just the Tip. Yeah, Just the Tip. Let's give it a try. Just the Tip. <laughs> See how it feels. Um, yeah, so he's also on the uh, Supercoach Strategies uh, 2019 page. So get around him. All right, Chris. Well, let's get bring it up. Let's open oh, it up. Chewbacca is Jamie. Oh, yes, of course you are. <laughs> what's the signature? Uh, so, yeah, what's the signature? Here we go. Um, worth trading Boulder for Parker. Um, if he doesn't get named, potentially. I, I would do it. If Boulder doesn't get named, I would definitely trade him to yeah, Parker. Boulder's getting named. Don't worry. Um, so the, uh, those are the two must-have forward rookies outside that you don't really need any. No, I mean, Petrocelli, <laughs> his little run down the sideline, he literally started five metres in front of the pack. By the time the ball hit the ground, he was five metres past the pack. Yeah. Absolute gypsy, this kid. I'll tell you what. But his scoring's erratic. I actually think he will settle in better. He's not a must-have. I think he'll stay in that side. He's not a must-have. If you have him already, love him Really, got re-injured. So he's going to be out for another four to six. Yes. um, Which does show up quite a lot of job security for Petroselli, which is really cool. So um, if you have him, don't trade him. But I don't think he's a must-have. I wouldn't go trading to Petroselli if you didn't have him. So what did you score this week, Chris? Uh, we're gonna go skip. We're gonna. Can we do, go through the rookies first? And no, then... we're meant to tell um, your scores. You said I did well this week, and I then did. you didn't inform everybody of your score. But now we're chopping. It does, doesn't. Well, matter. maybe you should fulfill your requirements to start the bloody podcast, Chris. What, what did you score this week? I scored twenty two eighty five. Would have been better, Decent. but I had Scott on field, and um, Nathaniel Five decided to not do anything in the third quarter. That was true. It was literally. Actually he looked so uninterested. He looked. We'll go through Fife in the game review, but that was funny watching him because I was watching him with eagerness to see how much he couldn't score. Literally, (laughs) I don't know what's more upsetting. Rockcliffe absolutely having a piss poor second half, 
when he was on like 88 or something rather or 92 at halftime. Anyway, yep. so he didn't need much. I even got cocky. I was like, Chris Henley needs like 58 in the second half. And then he got like 20 points in the second half. <laughs> he got tagged. Um, yeah, so I am ranked like 6,000. So I'm pretty happy with uh, where I'm starting. Look, and yep. look, you're in a better position than a lot of people, I'd say as well. Um, the thing is, if you've nailed your rookies early, there really hasn't been a lot of underperforming premiums either. So you don't really need to do any correction trades. Correct. Um, I went pretty big this week with a two, three, eight, two. Ooh. So yeah, I was, I was happy. That's for sure. Um, I improved my rank by what I go from. Um, I, I went up 45,000 places in a week to 4,000. No, I'm, where am yeah, I? 3,254 is my rank. Oh, nice. So I really uh, did have a good week. Um, but I mean, essentially it was just my, I, I got the right rookies on field and I actually kind of lucked out as well. Because I tried to loophole Callum Wilkie and he got a 38, which meant I was forced to play Collins on field. Because I didn't really like I, Collins didn't get a 38. Yeah. Last week was a bit of an aberration. I, I anticipated him at least getting a 50. And it was the last quarter and he's on like 45 going into the last quarter. And I'm like, oh, well, at least he's, I'm definitely one anyway. Like I've, I've got seven extra points here. And then he goes and has one of the greatest like super coach quarters that he's probably ever had. I can't believe you had oh, on fantastic. field. Oh, fantastic! So yeah, yep. that was good. Um, and I also I had Parker on field. I had Constable on field. I had Butters and Walsh on field. So all of the guys that scored really well, I had on field. The only one that I didn't who had a seventy eight was Dersma. Yes. Who I have on my mid bench. Uh, okay, so I had on. I actually loopholed him. Yeah. And I kept Collins off the well, field. Well, I have so. Clark on field, and he was on like six at half time, and I was like, so. I know. Lucky got like, gifted the goal by Hawkins. That was great. Ah, uh, great news. So. So yeah, so like I had a, okay. a mixed week, but it was good. It was a good week, so I, I can't really complain there. That's um, true. Looking on to next week, and yeah, we'll yeah. go from there. Uh, 100%, I agree. Uh, okay, so let's start with the defense line then. So Defensive rookies, who's I your must-haves? So, uh, must-have, I think you'd have to have uh, Dersma. Uh, Dersma is the one you must-have. I think Dersma you really need. And then yep. after that, I think it's good if you have Setter... Uh, not Setterfield. Ha! Scrimshaw, if you have Clark. Um, I think... You know, they're pretty good to have. So I don't say they'd be must-haves in. They look they're impressive enough. not because enough. they're price. If they were doing that at 117k, but you'd most ha- people you'd have, have to be going Most people at least have one or a combination of those anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think Collins is a bit expensive to bring in at this point. Yep. Especially and considering the inconsistency. I'm so. the same with, say, I've got Whore in my pine, but I don't have Scrimshaw. So I'm not going to throw 50k on Whore yep. to go to Scrimshaw, especially when you're like probably going to play this. Yeah, it's, yep. not, it's not going to... I'm not going to do that. Well, Stephen May, I'm still waiting to see how long he's out for, so I think that does bode well for him. Yep. Uh, as well as Bolter, I actually expect Bolter to play. And uh, Scott was injured, uh, playing with after Gastro. Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of the... Um, the Dr. Supercoach guys were saying yeah. they were expecting him to get dropped, but I don't think that's the case. I mean, they played well, I, him after Castro, so... I think he still might get dropped, but it's not necessarily about him as well. So, look, it could just be an excuse for the coach to say, hey, sorry, you're just going to have a rest for a week and see how you go on the twos. But they've got Jed Anderson coming back and Paul O'Hearn. Yeah. Now, I've heard a rumor, and someone out there can confirm it or deny it. I heard the rumor too. That it was more of a club suspension than anything, and that's why he wasn't named round one and two. For two rounds, yes. Yep. I heard the same rumour. So. Which would make a lot more sense to me, because I could not for the life <laughs> no. of me. He's there. You, could, you couldn't work it out. No, because in the JLT, he was on in form as well. He's not injured. He tore it up in the twos. Yep. Like, he's coming back, so someone's making weight. It's, it's, Simpkin, I think, is probably unfortunate on the outer, but having said that, second-year player versus a first-year player in Scott, who, yeah. what are they going to go with? I don't know. So... I'm hindsight hoping. says to me that I, I lucked out by not choosing Scott because 
He might not even play this week. And then he strings together four more games at an average of 80. And, and then uh, I'm screwed. Yeah, pretty much. So, and well, then it becomes a must. But that's the risk you take. It's all a guessing game. Like, I think I've lucked out really well. I've got Petrocelli, Bolter. So I think Bolter will come back in. Petrocelli <laughs> is uh, not so bad. Someone um, just said, where's the uh, delete team button? <laughs> yeah, where's... Well, I can, I can completely... I'm just ha- so happy I didn't start with Green and, and uh, Hanley and... Everyone else was looking at doing so. That would have been an absolute disaster. True. And uh, all the premiums are absolutely firing though. The top five, the top five premiums are smashing it at this point in time. So I'm really happy that I started uh, full, like five full premium. Yeah, so, so am I. And I don't have to downgrade any of them in the second week. But I do know some of you have some issues. Uh, Dustin Martin and Zach Merritt are, are alike. I've seen a few messages peep through, and people aren't happy, Chris. Yeah, and Heaney's the other one, really. And Rockcliffe keeps going up in ownership, which is now starting... We will talk about them all. Starting to do my head in. Okay. okay. Well, why don't we get into the round analysis? Let's do it. Let's do that. Uh, quickly, do we touch on the midfielders that we need to have? Constable must have if you don't have oh, it already. Yeah, so Constable um, absolutely must have. Um, Butters, I think, is pretty much a must have at this point. Um, however, because of his price, if you need to trade up to go to him and then that means you need to go down from someone else, I would just stay away. Yeah, I'm with you. And people even are moving on Sam Walsh to, just to try and get in like a Rockcliffe or someone. But even now, yes, sure, Walsh hasn't set the world on fire, but he's still set to go up. I think it's about 90000 in the next two weeks. Like Walsh is about thirty seconds away from hitting a ton again. He, Honestly, he's, yeah, he's, he's he's had close. twenty twenty four and twenty five disposals the last two weeks. He actually looks like he's on fire. His just disposal unfortunately has been turning into clangers. Yep. And you got if he kicked that goal that he got a free kick directly in front twenty meters out, and I don't know who the teammate. Oh no, it was Paulson. Who, by the way, how oh. is he still in an AFL list? <laughs> like. Stole, uh, no. He stole about 12 he, super coach points from everyone. He, he takes a free Walsh. kick and then snaps it around the corner with a dribble and shanks the goal. And you see how dirty he was? He hasn't kicked he was, a goal yet. He was filthy. I would have been like, ropeable. I would have been ropeable, mate. You, I wouldn't do that in 16s, sack. mate. You <laughs> wouldn't do that in 16s. Oh, jeez. You'd get floored oh. if you did that in the 16s. You'd be picking up balls for weeks. All right. Now, before we do get into say, um, sh- quick shout out. Um, oh, dude, that's a Chris Judd signature. Oh, sick. Dude, he's got Juddy on there. Mate. Thank you very much, James. That's that's awesome. That's our third donation of the year. So one from Jamie Hall. We've got the mugs from, uh, uh, yes. from Stonesy and Carl. And we've got Wonderful. Jay in here as well, um, who get, donated some sweet cash money. So thanks used, very much, guys. Get used to seeing this one, boys. I'll tell you it what. Feels it out all right, don't you? Yeah, it's, I like it. Works Mate. well. Good sizing. But if I fill it out like Juddy, I just do my 10,000 steps of walking, and uh, that's about it. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, thoughts on... Uh, so, uh, Keisty9 says, thoughts on drafting two bench ruckmen in a draft league, and then being too stubborn to draft. <laughs> that's John Keast. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, fair call. Um, look, keep on to him, because someone's going to go down soon. It's a ruckman. It's going to happen eventually, <laughs> Keisty. Um, Struder, who are they? Oh, here we go. Uh just quickly, for those in draft leagues, I've heard of some monstrous trades, people getting getting rid of Rockcliffe and getting a Coniglio. Um, so if anyone <laughs> in the Dr. Supercoach um, podcast league would like to buy Rockcliffe at an expensive price, that'd be great. Uh, the Slack, Slack League? Slack League, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Ben's in our Slack League, guys, so feel free to jump on. Um, Ice Track Killer says, I fell for Mills, um, more mid-time garbage. Yeah, and you win a lot of people, mate. So There's look, very very few people. How do you fit into my structure? I would have had him too. Very quickly off the bat, let's just knock this one out of the park straight away. There's a very few, a handful of people that I would actually dump straight away for premiums or those mid-prices. McGrath and Mills, out there, catch you later. They're, not, they're not top six to ten. See you later. Um, 
I know a lot of people like, yeah, and I think realistically, Mundy is probably one of the only other ones that I would say you have to get, I would, at this point, he got a 35. I know, His time but on ground is horrible, Chris. But why is his time on ground horrible? I don't know, he's playing midfield only, he's coming on and I, off. I agree with you, I would trade him too. I'd get rid of him. He, I, I, he's you know, in it's such, just as likely next week to come in and just go but bang. he's in such a small percent of sides yeah, that you're the only hurting one hurting. Right? hurting you're you the did. only one hurting, yeah. and he's still an expensive price. So realistically, you'd say Mills, uh, McGrath, Mundy. Monday, if you have any of the Hanley combinations or whatever, just get rid of yeah, that as Hanley's, well. Yeah, Hanley's, yep. Uh, in the midfield... Um, I don't that, reckon uh, there's... No, there's not really many. There's, any, like, there's not must get rid of. You don't have to get rid of Dusty. You don't have to get rid of Merritt. I mean... They're, they're a preference, but you don't have to. So no. realistically, for me, it's only the three guys that, if you have them, catch you later, Sonara, you And maybe Goldie. Oh, yeah. He... Yeah. I mean, that's... He looks so good in JLT. Tough. That's like the biggest JLT trap so far, I think. Well, because the... And at least, we'll go at, least at least Sheed and Rocky have followed yeah. through on their preseason form. We'll go through this within the North Pod. Goldie but looked during good. the game, he was just not racking up the disposals like he normally does. No. Now, could that be that they've just got more ball winners and therefore he's not getting? I got a theory. Yeah. I think the gold rush has ended, <laughs> and now he's just hanging around picking up fucking rocks. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. That's 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 the Goldie theory. So all right, all right um, let's move in. So we've got a lot of people on Twitch here that want to get a shout out. So that's cool. Um, considering how well Setterfield did Ooh. with tagging role, do you think he'll be doing this more regularly? And therefore, we'll, we'll cover that in the Carlton pod. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately, um, that's the pain in the ass. Ben talked up Hanley way too much on Facebook. <laughs> I did. did. It's his fault. Uh, it was wishful it's thinking. So his fault. He's so cheap. I didn't start him, but I wanted to, and I'm so glad I did not. Um, so my bad for tuning in uh, late. No, don't worry about that, Miffy. Uh, who do you think will average more, Newman or Warple? Uh, Warple, I we'll think, will probably average about 87, 88. Newman about 85. Ooh, I actually think Newman could push 89 and Warple's still around. Oh, well, I mean, look, it's yeah, coin flip. Um, like, they're that close. It, that, and either way, I... Well, who's the better value? They're both the same price-ish, aren't they? I don't want either of them. Nah. I'm not... I get it, their value, but... You know, like... If you yeah. started with them, great. Fits yeah. your team structure, but I wouldn't be trading to them. That's probably not no. a great idea. Uh, Billing's gone. Nah, probably not. He's average 84. He's getting a lot of disposals. Yeah. He's just not really getting the points for them. But he's, averaging, a lot of 80, he's averaging 84 in two wins. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, his role's there. Uh, but who? He's, he's 440k or something, or something like that. Who are you going to bring in for that money? You can't really more, bring in anyone anyway. It's more the game style that St Kilda are playing rather than Billings himself. I think he's getting enough numbers. It's just a lot of uncontested ball because yeah. he's playing more like pure wing, got, like going up and down the flanks. So um, do I think he's going to be top six to ten? Not Probably anymore. not. I, I was big on him possibly being top ten. And then I changed my mind. He can still life. average low 90s. Could, and if I mean, look, could. that might be top ten, but I mean, what's the worst that could happen with a? Yeah, you could keep him to the buyers and then trade him to someone who is top ten. If I started Billings, I would have been expecting him to average a hundred over the first three. Yeah, and it hasn't quite happened. So I look, yeah, it's up to you. I I, I think you have bigger issues. To yep. be fair, thoughts on trading Ridley to Rosie? Hundred percent, do it. If he's not in there twenty two right now, he's never going to be unless there's an injury, which means his job security is not there. Rosie's actually Get impressive. Rid of him. Um, yes, Rosie is very impressive. He is. I, I'm actually... I was a bit surprised, to be honest, Chris. Um, and he said Wilkie as well. I, I don't... I'll talk about Wilkie during St Kilda, but he, he rucked a lot and I hated it because when he rucked, he did not get any points. So um, I don't like that I, choice. That's a lie. He, he got negative points every time that someone sharked his hit out. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, he didn't have any hit out, so they didn't register a single hit out to him. Oh, which was stupid because I, I physically saw him get hit outs. Yep, like, so I don't know. Maybe we're watching two horrible, different Horrible. Horrible, Chris. 
Uh, considering Heaney, Heaney and Collins to two of Rocky, Newman, and Walpole, don't talk to me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding, Miffy. Miffy, I'm sitting there looking at it going, what a mess. All right, there's quite a lot of questions here. Well, let's a go mess. through them a little bit later. Let's get straight into the round review because yeah, we get a bit Grundy, sidetracked. Yep, that's going to be a bit hectic. So I'll tell you what, we all came here for the game reviews. Let's get into some game reviews, Chris. And let's let you talk about Collingwood. Because I know you bloody want to. Was that the first one? Was that uh, was that Thursday night? Was it was, it? and I tipped Collingwood by ten, and they won by a lot more. So I don't, I don't even know what I. I think I you might have done twelve or something. Yeah, I had a really good tipping week. I actually went eight of nine this week. Eight of nine. You want to see? Uh, you want to see that? No, I don't want to. And the, see the that. nine was was the Gold Coast beating Frio. Yeah. You would have been upset because you probably thought you were going on for a hot streak and then didn't happen. No, well, I, I thought, I mean, you know, they, they weren't winning until the last five minutes of the game. No. So I thought for 100%. And we're not doing bonus points anyway, Chris. No, so it doesn't exactly. really matter but, at all. Yeah. Whatever. No, the first game was, oh, no, that's last week. Sorry. Hold on. Let's get oh this my game God. up. Sorry, guys. There we go. Bring it Ron up, Richmond. mate. Bring it up. And we're going to start this time. And now, for people in the chat and people at home, we have adjusted the uh, sound of the uh, siren, so it, we do apologize. It better for... be good, otherwise I'm going to have to edit this it's audio. It's just a lot lower now. Now, let us know. Give us some feedback when the first one does come off so that we know and to adjust it. Uh, we are, we do really apologize for the um, sound last week, but we're going to get into the round review. We're starting the timer, and let's go with uh, the first one is obviously Collingwood Richmond. Yes. So, um, I actually think this tastes like furfy, to be honest. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So look, in, the a, first, in a cheaper way. <laughs> the first thing I noticed about um, Collingwood is that they basically mimicked a Hawthorne-style game plan from two years ago, where yeah. they just chipped around the back line until they found an outlet. Once they found an outlet, quick handball, handball, handball inside 50. And I think also a little bit mimicking um, West Coast, who the holding possession, because if the option wasn't there, they maintained possession. Yeah. And the benefit of this thing, and the best thing, and I don't even like Collingwood, but the best thing that I took out of this... They're actually hitting their targets. Yeah. In JLT lot. 1 and 2 and yep. round 1, they butchered it so bad that they call themselves Elliot Yo. <laughs> Pretty much. He is, he is the new butcher. Have you seen I have Elliot seen the stats, he but... Is, he is the butcher. The, I mean, the worst part about that... I mean, the best part about that is, uh, oh my God, they're hitting targets in round 2. That traditionally, you know, takes you know teams a while to get into the yep. habit of, you know, they're hitting their targets like this. So I'm really impressed that they've been able to do that. But I tell you what, you'd be happy if you own, say, a Jack Crisp or a Jeremy Howe or a Darcy Moore or anyone any. in defense. Jordan Roughhead last week had yeah. like 63 at half time, took 13 marks for the game, including seven intercept marks. Yep. So if you own a defender that is, well, and like even you got Langdon, every single one of those uh, yeah, guys. Yeah, Langdon got like 88. Um, everyone else went monster though. Yeah. yeah. So look, Jordan Roughhead had Huge. 112. Jack Crisp had 123. Yeah, you know, monster Maine. Jeremy Howe had a ninety nine. Can I can I quickly retract my statement on how crap Maine is? Because he has been since he came back into the side Ten last year. Ten weeks of amazingness. Yeah. Since he came back in last year, yep. I have nothing but to say. But you know the but the resolve to actually work yourself yep. back into the team and actually contribute. Yeah. Because he must have been going through all sorts of mental demons when everyone ripped on him for the price. Plays a great. Paid. I like to call it the Tarkin Lockyer role. He plays like that real good link role that's out of half back towards. You know, switching the play either or just running carry down the wing um, and those yep. short 20 meter, 30 meter kicks. And he's doing it really well. Kicked a really great goal. Um, Darcy Moore with a 93. So just the entire back line 
Even had Levi Greenwood had 86 ta- in a tagging role. Yeah. When he played basically fullback on Dustin Martin for half and, the game. And why are people surprised that Dusty had a bad game? Like Greenwood has been his bunny forever. Have a look so, at the have a look at the um the 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 tagging job he did on Dusty in the preliminary final last yeah. year. Yeah. And and to be fair, Dane Zorko would have actually had the same bad score, except that Hutching um was it Hutchings Hutchinson Hutchin Hutchings Hutchings Mark Hutchings yep uh, went to uh, Lockie Neal after half time and then actually stopped him because he was on like eighty eight. Yeah, he, he was, was he was on track it. for a one sixty yeah, plus, and then went one and then went one twenty seven. Yeah. So he negated Neil, except but look what happened. Zorko went off and went on a big on a big roll. So that's so a big tip for anyone playing West, West Coast. Coast. Hutchings, which is, is a Collingwood, ma- and I, I honestly believe now with the six 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 tagging's back in vogue. It's huge. Uh, yeah, because you're trying to negate, negate that center. Yeah, yep. you've got to negate that uh, that best midfielder because they're playing. The best mids are getting yep. played in and around the center bounces. And so they're getting I'm, tagged. I am with you. Even I think it's taken teams a little while longer to see how damaging people are. But even yep. Bose went and stood with Fife for a bit. And Fife just went, oh, okay, well, I'm kind of killing it. We're winning. And we'll just sit there. But I think you are 100% correct where the guys that can get tagged that have the most impact, particularly with those center bounces, I think they're going to shut that down a lot more than they have previously. Yeah, and Coniglio took the... He probably hasn't had to deal with the tag much with Shield no. being in the side and or, Kelly being out. But yeah, and that's unfortunate. Just do you timing, know what the funny really? part is? Is that people I've heard saying this week say, oh no, but it's okay that Kelly will be back and he'll get the tag. And I'm like... Kelly's pretty silky inside and out. He can't. He's untaggable, in my opinion. But, but let's Nick, talk about GWS and the GWS. That's fair, Chris. That <laughs> is very, very fair. But if you show any weakness to a tag, you're gonna get like penetrated so hard, like so. Hard. <laughs> like Zorko did for the first like seven Zorko rounds did. last and year. And I actually, yeah. I actually worry a little bit. Uh, anyway, who knows? One hundred percent correct, Chris. On the Richmond side of things, they just could not get enough ball. I always thought it was you side tracking. Yeah, I just realised. Thank you very much. That's me. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to keep it on the straight and narrow. You did it again. I did. <laughs> But Chris, it's um, a bit ironic for you to keep it on the straight and narrow when you kind of bend to the right. Ah, it's, it's always short, so it's always to the left. Fair call. Um, so anyway, uh, so Richmond just couldn't get the ball, which is why they had virtually no Supercoach score. Um, Jaden Short was the highest scoring person on 91. Uh, Brandon Ellis comes back for an 89. He cost them so many points. I can't. I wouldn't be surprised if he drop gets dropped this week. He played really? terrible. No, yeah. They can't drop him. They, he got turned no over, one, they got no one on. They turned. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the issue, isn't it? <laughs> For the first time in like 10 years, they don't no, have Rance and Rewalt, one of those, look, playing in the game. Now, I don't hate Richmond, but they had a dream run of, of injuries for basically 24 months. Yep. They got all of their top lines basically never got injured. They were the least team that had no injuries for like two years running. So they finally get some injuries and now it's all up in the air. Like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? Well, I don't know. No, I do like- what every other team does. Like Collingwood last year, who had like... 50 injuries, or GWS had like 50 injuries. Don't bring up Collingwood in this. My God, it's like a cat that hits the ground. It'll find its feet. Yeah, sure. Um, No, I actually see, and I think the thing that benefits Richmond quickly is that they do have a dream run as far as their draw is like 13th hardest. Yeah. So that is on their favor. I still think they do quite well. I think they will have to reinvigor their strategies a little bit, but it'll take them a couple of weeks. They'll have to lick their wounds. Yep. So Jack Rewalt, um, obviously he did his, and um, he's got a... Wrist closer to the thumb, uh, one of the bones in here. It's a displaced fracture. I don't know what that means. I'm not a... And a bit of ligament damage, so maybe a month. But he also, while he did that, he did a strain of his... uh, I think he had hyperextended or did a uh, strain of his hamstring or something like that. So regardless, he's not going to be able to run. And he's got a wrist injury. So he's probably going to be five to six weeks rather than four weeks as the predicted average. 
um, because he's not going to be able to actually have fitness. Now, that's going to be on the um, on the uh, Tigers medical staff as to whether or not he goes back and starts playing after four weeks of literally no running. So I don't know how they're going to do that or what they're going to do. Um, but it'll be interesting. What it does do is I think that they um, will probably bring in someone either Callum Moore, who's in the twos, who's never really shown at AFL level. Um, Bolter, I think, definitely comes in. However, yep. Bolter was I'm not sure playing, whether he was playing forward or defence, though. Bolter was playing defence, and Grimes is out for a week as well with suspension. Uh, I think he'll be defence this week, and then maybe forward. Well, it depends. And so Bolter apparently absolutely killed them in the twos. Um, so what are you doing? I'm trying to see how long we have left because I kind of I stuffed up, Chris. So let's just <laughs> let's got, just see how we're going. We've got three minutes on this. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Um, Grundy though, can we talk about Grundy quickly? We can. Um, I actually look forward to Grundy this week uh, against a very weak West Coast ruck. I think he will really weak. dominate. Yeah, West Coast. Tom Hickey, mate. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> yeah. Tom Hickey had 139 last week and dominated in the ruck against Dom- Dawson Simpson. Yeah, Dawson Simpson. Hello. Weak ruck. Tommy's got um, a history of being a pretty good ruck. Like he can on his he, day, he can he can get around, but he's not someone that's going to get the most hitouts in the world, Chris. He's more of the the poor man's oh, Grundy hey. getting some cheap like, ball on the floor. Oh, he's, he's definitely no Grundy, but he's, he's his tap works pretty good, and he he looked Crazy. like he fits into the West Coast system um, really good. So actually, quite happy with Trelaw, Chris. He only played seventy three percent time on ground. Yep. And he still had 39 disposals. He's in Hulk mode, bro. Mate, he is, and Dude, he and, was everywhere, and he had. 80% disposal. Yep. Or better. So, no, like a couple of clangers, not many, went absolutely ham. What did he score? Like 135? Yep. Something like that. 135. Went absolutely monster. Uh, I now, actually think he's a pretty good option. However, he's the guy. For news the today that just came through a couple of hours ago Taylor Adams is going to be lining up this week. It's okay. Um, it's just going to be based on tomorrow's training session because he's. They want to know if his ball work is going to be all right because obviously it's a finger injury. His but he's work. been running obviously while he's been. Chris, off. I can tell you his ball work's great. <laughs> Do you know from personal experience? That's why I kind of winked at the camera. <laughs> you may have missed that. All right, well, let's go back to the chat quickly before we uh, this uh, this countdown. We've got a minute and forty to go through these Twitch questions. Here. Oh, can I quickly also say sure. that Dugowie got robbed? Um, absolutely dominated and only scored like eighty. So well. There was a, there was a lot of people that scored a little bit less than they usually would just based on that they so got so many, many balls. Points. Yeah, there they got so, so many disposals yeah. that when he kicks a goal, it's like oh, but someone else had four I made a comment before um, you kicked a goal. I made a comment to, harsh, to a group though. that I'm a part of. That's still harsh. There was five people in Collingwood that scored over one twenty, and the bloke that scored five goals wasn't one of them. Isn't that insane? Well, has that? Ever, I'd love to know. Maybe we should ask the Swamp Thing on Twitter. If that's ever happened, five scores over that's 120 so bad, but, and the main goal kicker five goals part of it. being the main reason that they actually dominated so hard. He was always going to though. He, he ragged old Rance last year. Well, he is now way better than Petrarca, I can tell you that. <laughs> Petrarca's oh, getting Jesus. so much heat. All right, Chris, let's check out the chats. All right, here we've got, um, oh, oh, thank you very much for round two. Oh, mm. man, I'm, I've already done round two. We've got uh, JR Stiff. What's going on, fellas? Um, how about them mighty Sainers? Mate, up the Sainers. I tip the Sainers this I'm week. I'm happy. Happy for well the Sainers. Well done, the Sainers. I look forward to our um, our Sainters review. It'll be I good. I can't believe you tip Saints. Oh, we've got a live Twitch subscriber here. Let's have a look here. Almost didn't hear it. Uh, thank you very much, whoever's... Uh, Whoever just subscribed We've actually to had us. A, few, a bit of love this week, We Chris. did. And thank you to everyone who's just subscribed today. So we had... Uh, Heaps. We just had Prendy follow us. We had Perko1024, Trobe16, Struder, In Harm's Way, and Dave4444215 Dave. uh, four, 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 um, all came Dave. through. 
Fucking Dave. Thank yeah. you very much for the followers. Thank you very much, guys. That uh, it really means a lot that you guys care enough to give us a follow. And you know what I love? That the fact that these Twitch followers keep going up every week. So not only do we... We had like a thousand listens in less than 24 hours last week. But the fact that uh, quite a handful of you tune in live makes our day. 100%. Um, we're actually up to 41 live viewers now, which is pretty Tell cool. Tell you what, Chris. While you're cracking your second, <laughs> I might crack my third. Oh. Mate, it's not a race, mate. If it was, I would win. Mate, they call me the they, they call me the funnel because as soon as it goes in, it's done. Um, oh, we had another. Oh, so Miffy, Miffy's never actually followed us. Miffy, come on, bro. That was our Miffy just following us. Thanks, bro. Oh, Thanks very much. Bit late to the party, Miff. Um, all right. So Swizzy says, uh, "Is Heaney this year's Billings might come good after the buy?" No, because Billings has never averaged near a hundred a couple times, let alone once. So. Yeah. Do you want? Should we just talk of a stop and talk about billing so that we can get it off the off the table? Do you want to get it off your chest? Chris? I do. I do. You I want to get like it off your chest? To. All right. Well, look. Let me just clear out the next half an hour <laughs> All right. off my schedule. So here's the thing with with Heaney. I understand that he as the reason why people chose him is because of two things. First of all, a if he plays the same role last year and he averages the same, you're happy. Which is 97. He's still what the third or fourth best forward. No one really can complain about that. Yep. The second part is the fake he, promises. He's the promises of midfield time. Playing in the midfield. However, I'm actually quite confident that that's coming. Now, what does he average if he if he plays full time midfield? Seriously. Oh no, I was just getting a bit confused when you said that's coming. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> we're on a different wavelength. I was. I got distracted. Um, like, like seriously, what, what what do you think actually happens if he plays? Like, what is his average if he plays full time in? One hundred and five plus easy. Okay, so let's say you've already you've already taken those two bad scores. You already have Heaney in your team. You can't get rid of those two bad scores. Yep. Well, one of them's 85, which is not that bad anyway, but you can't get rid of him. So let's say it's another two weeks until he starts averaging 105, which means from here on out, he averages 100 for the year. Right? That's a, would you say that's a fair assumption? I think that's a fair assumption. Doing your maths, it, Doing the, yeah, maybe. That's pretty... Now, yeah, maybe. is there another forward that you already have in your team that's going to average 100? No. Well, then why are you trading him? That's it. Exactly. What? what yeah. You're no, trading I'm with him you. I'm and with gonna, you. He's still going to be a top six to ten forward. I don't I'm know. with you. Uh, well, for me, uh, it's and not only that, he was in like over fifty percent of sides. Yeah. Now he's in forty percent of sides because twelve percent have jumped off. Yeah. He's in that many sides that he's actually not going to hurt you if he has a bad score. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if you get rid of him and he starts dominating Which is this week, like this then week, I you're was going, top four hundred. Then you're going to bring him back yeah. in anyway. I was top so, four hundred this week. And I had Heaney on field for 67. No. Like, and no I've, heard, I've heard a few people raging. Oh, no, no, but that's okay because I'll just get somebody else. Like, I'll bring in Tim Kelly instead of Heaney. Fair enough. Tim Kelly started well. His yeah. role is good, which I, I want to bring him in also. But I'll bring him in at a later date. Um, but if you're going to... They're like, oh, yeah, but we'll just... I'll bring in other people. So if you don't see Heaney in the top six, then yeah, that makes sense. If you're not going to trade him back if, in, then I don't. it makes yeah, sense I that agree. you might actually get rid of him if now. If you're confident that it's the Billings of last year, then... Then, then get rid it. of him. Yeah, but 100%. Com- completely different. Billings didn't have the role. No. He has he's, He has the role. He, he, he's, even, the, and, he's the love shot. And, and even if he doesn't have the role, he, he still good, can average the same. And he had an amazing preseason. Yeah. He had it's, an absolute off-tits preseason. Yeah. Like, yeah, he tweaks his ankle. Of course, he's not going to be great for a couple of weeks, but you live with it, and then you wait, and half of the teams actually owned him, and we're still in the top 5,000-ish. So it's not hurting you. So yeah. I don't see the reason that the you have thing about, to actually Let's get say Tim Kelly, or let's say Travis Boak, or whoever you trade him to, you can't get those scores again. 
So you can't get his well, scores. We learned we learned that from people tra- uh, trading in Nekervis, yeah. people trading in Westoff. Uh, people now, I think it's about, again, another 4% have actually traded in Lysette 100%. after his 160. So what do they average from this round forward? Not from the start of the year forward. What do they average from now? What's their average going to be from... What is it? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's th- round three to round 22. That's what you need to focus on. So it's it, it sort of reduces your sample size. But what you've got to realize is that is Heaney's bad scores come out of that. So you don't count that in your decision-making process when you're actually making a judgment on whether or not to trade yeah. him. So just be careful. Because already, he's already had the two, so you're working at his average from now. Yeah. And just quietly, when you look at that Geelong midfield now, Selwood's out, right? He's out in the wing. Dangerfield's in the guts. Duncan is just elite everywhere, so you don't really even tag Duncan because even though he's a great user, he's sort of on the well, outside and he floats Kelly around. Got, oh, we got another another, uh, another follower right. here. So, as well. but here's the Blake, thing though, Chris, when you, when you look at their, when you look at their main setup now, Dangerfield guts, Kelly guts, Constable guts. They're the main three at this point. Dangerfield you can't tag. Kelly has been Kelly damaging. got tagged in the second quarter last week. Kelly has been damaging. So Kelly got, t- Kelly got tagged. Yeah. So, and um, they've had two wins, and he's averaging, what, 110 maybe? Like, he's scored just over 100 both games when he's dominated pretty well. I, I actually think it's a matter of time before they actually uh, try he's and four, shut he's, down. he's 46. He's coming very soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm not mass... Don't get me wrong. I love Kelly. He, I, I think he's very I, impressive. I like Kelly. And, um, I mean, I he, he would have been one of... I probably would have gone Menegola over him if I had cash, and he fit my bar structure, but he doesn't. I don't hate the Heli to Keeney trade. Uh, t- sorry, Heli. Heli. Heeny to Kelly trade. Um, I don't hate it, but it's I, I personally believe it's burning a trade. So don't get me wrong. I, I don't think... I think they're like for like. You're not going to lose by going to Kelly, in my opinion. However, oh, excuse me, um, you're burning a trade. And, and this... This game of Supercoach is all about trades. That's all it is about. It's it's about cash and trades. Yep. So the more trades you have and the more cash you can make, the better off you'll be at the end of the year. I know. And here's the funny thing. Quick segue. Not segue, but uh, this guy was saying, oh, yeah, but you got 30 trades. You've got plenty of trades. I looked at my team. I've got four in defense, three in the midfield, three in the forward line that I want to trade. Yep. One down, one up. That's 20 that's, trades. That's 20 at least. 20 gone. And so if 10 you don't trades, have 600K plus midfielders, it might be two trades to get up uh, to one. Yeah, exactly, device. right? Yeah. So you're at least looking at 10 possible injury, luxury, whatever trades, which could end up being less. It's not a 30-trade game. It's more like a 10-trade game. Yeah. So you need to look at the perspective from that because unless you want a rookie playing on your field all year, like don't trade out your premiums. Great point. Very yeah, much. So, right, so we're not going to touch on Heaney anymore. No more. That's no it. more Heaney. Any more questions can literally, you can email it through to us at supercoachinsider at gmail.com. However, we might touch him in a little bit. <laughs> oh, he's kidding. got blonde hair. I'll touch him in a little bit. All right. Um, now let's move on to the round two and then we've got a, a, obviously a lot more chat. I know that there's people that are lining up questions yes. and we do thank you very much. I have seen for, the Tom Stewart one, which I will cover in Geelong. So yeah. we will get to that for, one. For uh, question purposes and for podcast purposes, we need to keep moving on. Correct. So. And if you ask about Callum Mills, you can go back to the first five minutes. All right. Fair enough. All right. Now, let me quickly... What? Callum Mills? Someone oh, yeah, did no, ask no, no, about no. Callum Mills. What should we do with Callum Mills? And I was like, we nailed that on the head in the start of the game. So Yes, we did. But uh, um, we're about to get into the Sydney versus Adelaide game. Correct. Yeah. And I think Heaney will score better when they win games, just quietly. Oh, which uh, they didn't do this game. Uh, Adelaide looked very impressive. And um, I watched a lot of the games, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday I was um, coaching football, so I missed out on the Lions game, which was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, very, very impressed with this game. I thought Adelaide absolutely dominated. 
uh, Sydney big time. So Sydney did fight their way back quite well. Uh, Brad Crouch started on fire. Matt Crouch started horribly, which absolutely tormented so many coaches, including this guy. Yep. Right here. And then in the last well, quarter... because I couldn't watch the game. I, I don't know where I was, but I wasn't watching the game live. Uh, Broncos? No. Maybe. Might have been Friday. Um, Brad Crouch absolutely went ham, just went big time and was looking for... A, he was actually on track for a big like 120, 130-plus easy... And then the last quarter, uh, Matty Crouch stood up and just went absolutely massive and ended up with 96, considering he was so low for two and a half quarters. It was absolutely baffling to me. So, yeah, because I actually had him in captain in a draft, so he was absolutely doing completely horrible. One thing I will say is uh, Adelaide seemed to have their structures a lot better in this game. They looked much better. Tex Walker actually looks fit and firing compared to 12 months ago. I, I think that he does... Uh, so much for their team as far as structure and actually getting their ball forward. So. Fair enough. Um, interesting that... Um, so I, I heard that um, Crouch got locked down um, in the in the last quarter. It actually was travelling really, really well until he just got locked down. And and looking at their scores, it's really strange the way that it, it all lines up. you got Wayne Miller as the top scorer at 105. So it's like a raffle to see which uh, which halfback gets the biggest score. So many of the Allied guys just even spread. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, a little uh, bit Miller. like the Collingwood halfbacks right now, aren't they? So you've got, you know, um, obviously, Br- Brody Smith. You've got Wayne Miller. You've got um, Rory Laird. Yeah. Any one of them can go big on any day. But they had an even spread. So they all yeah. scored around 100 or 9. You know, what was that? Um... So Miller went 105. Brody Smith went... Sloan, 105. Okay. Um, yeah. And Brad Bruce Smith, Bruce Smith, Smith, 97. And Laird actually had 89. So, yeah. yeah. So, Laird now, I think, spread. is averaging, what, 95, 96-ish? Yeah, he hit 100 flat, I think. Yeah, what his break-even is. Let's have a quick squeeze at his right, break-even. You keep going. I'll have a... Are you clicking on him? Uh, I think you can. If uh, you yeah, click, you can. If you click Chris, you will find. Uh, yes. So, uh, his break-even right now 150. is 150. So, he's definitely going to drop cash next week. Not that that matters. Again, you, you pick a Rory Laird because you want him for the whole season. However, for people like us who didn't start him, you didn't start him, did you? No, I went... Um, Whitfield? No, hell no. Oh, okay, cool. Lloyd. Okay, cool. Yeah, Lloyd. So I'm very happy. I was considering going... Because I was like, oh, Lloyd, they have a hard draw to start with. And look, Jakey Lloyd with a 124. Come on, man. So under-talked about. By the way, I looked into this. Seven of the top ten defenders scoring right now are all taking kickouts. So it's like, okay. So the whole like, oh, okay. kickouts aren't going to really affect the scoring. A hundred percent they are. Tom Stewart in that? Yep. Jesus. And so the only other one that's... So the ones that aren't are Whitfield. Yeah. Um, I have to have a look at the other two. But you can bring them up later. But yeah, seven of the well, top st- ten defenders. I can tell you it's not Simpson. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> But there, are, I mean, you've got uh, five, so Jared Harbrow's in there right now, and you've got right. Yeah, he had a couple of big weeks, which is great for my draft team. Yeah, well, I got um, Stuart in my draft team, so yeah, Jay McMillan's had some great scoring as well. You know, so how about you focus? I'm just just saying that just, just focus. Our preseason talk was right on the money. Um, Joey Kennedy, obviously, with the 136 was really nice. Luke Park yeah. with the 109. Yeah, he actually looks really good. Yeah, uh, he, he looks better than the, any of the other Sydney midfielders. Even though I think Parker has the most upside well, does, with his age. So there's two things that I heard, and a, a little bit of contradictory. But um, Parker and because obviously Heaney's playing more forward, and they played Mills back. And the whole reason they played Mills back apparently was because Grundy, Grundy was out. Grundy's out, and they want to play in more midfield, but they couldn't. 
Um, and Heaney's out because of injury. So who knows what the actual story is? Um, it's it looked honest. Like I watched the press conference, and yeah. I, like from start to finish, it looked. No, honest. it was surprisingly honest. Unlike yeah, you know, some of the other ones where you know North. Oh yeah, by the way, after it comes out, Scott had. Like, who the even bug. are you? Are you or, or Zach Merritt? Or Zach Merritt when I, Zach Merritt had a really bad first round. Everyone's like, oh yeah, but he was like sick as well. Yeah, who knows. Anyway, maybe so maybe that's a new thing. Uh, um, so Luke Parker obviously had a lot of CBAs, and so did Tom Papley. Yes, so Papley played a lot in there, but he had a lot of turnovers as well because Correct. he only scored. 63. I think they actually wanted Heaney to go in there. So at some point, I saw Heaney and Papley go into the midfield, and it changed the dynamic where they actually had a bit more run and they started to actually win some of the ball. Yeah, but then what happened was Heaney with his ankle probably couldn't spend too much time in there, so they pushed him forward and they kept Papley. Yeah. In that mix, it, even though they so, probably didn't want him in the mix. Uh, what as much. I'd like to know to make it like absolutely firm, and I'm not trading him anyway. But what is the injury? So yeah, they say it's an ankle injury, but what is like what injury what is that? Mean a sprain or a, is it a bruised ankle? Is it? Well, a, apparently he also pulled up. Is sore. it a busted Achilles? Well, apparently pulled up sore from the game, which does not sit well for me either. No, so. and he's not training either. No, but I mean he'll train later in the week. But you know he'll be right and right to go apparently. But yeah, that sounds so sh- dodgy to me. But uh, again, like I don't care. For the next two weeks, he'll probably play and he'll play through a little bit of pain. Yeah, and, and after play- that, he'll be fine. And to be fair, he's playing currently. He could probably get a hundred without doing much. So pretty much, hopefully. Um, sorry, sorry, Carlton fans. Anyway, look, I think overall though, what's impressive is I tipped Adelaide in Sydney. Now yeah. I have Sydney massively slipping out of the eight this year. Uh, I think I had them at ninth or tenth. So, but now Which is I strange. wish. Now I wish I, I wish I put them about twelfth or thirteenth. I've got so. them in thirteenth spot. Yeah, right, right in front of Hawthorne. <laughs> so I, I'm, yeah. I'm tipping Hawthorne to drop as well. So yeah. I, I don't know where that what that means for Heaney because uh, I know that he averages a lot more in wins than losses. However. If you, that's because he's a forward. Yeah. So as a forward, you rely on the ball coming to you a lot, in which case the ball needs to be in your forward line for you to score well. Whereas if you do trans, if he does transition to the midfield, that's not going to matter. It doesn't matter if he, if they win or lose, because he's still going to be getting the ball. He's still going to be getting contested possessions and still going to be getting t- tackles. So yeah. I'm st- I'm holding at least for another two to three weeks. We're still on the Henny train. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's, it's my fault. It's my fault. Uh, All right, now, um, well, we've got three minutes. Let's just go through these last uh, Twitch questions before we move on. All right, um, oh. here we go. So we've got, sorry, we've got quite a few of them. Um, we've got here, Swiss says, uh, Thursday night's uh, performance just shows how good Alex Rance is. Uh, West Coast won without Gaff and Nick Nat. Um, Tigers can't without Rance. Oh, I don't know about that. It's probably a little bit early to say that. For all the Pies' dominance, they're only two goals up, 10 minutes into the last. Yeah, I know. I was... Packing myself. And then what happened? Um, them sirens last week kept me awake on the long drive home uh, at, cost of, uh, at the cost of swearing and shock every time it went off. <laughs> Thanks, JR Stiff. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, Ice Truck Killer said Collingwood had 2,045 Supercoach points to Tigers 1,255. That is... Yeah. That's a, that's a smashing. Absolutely. That's an absolute smashing. Uh, can Stuart keep his scores up? Uh, scores up is a fresh question. Sorry, Chris. Um, Tom Stewart, No. Um, Zach Tui Tui's coming in yeah. 100% and I think they'll probably get him kicking out so Stuart great Stuart player still takes probably, yeah, outs, but yeah, yeah, he's but not the number one I think he'll be about a 90 flat average like he looked great last year I think he's great Australian he's awesome player he'll be just outside of that top 10 just yeah. outside no, he, you probably need to be averaging 95 to get top 10 and the worst part was the D's had so many inside 50s for no score. They kept turning it over. The D's were a turnover merchant. They just kept bombing it into Stuart. And that's his forte. 
Literally, they they just played into his strengths, which I don't think is going to happen every week. So, mm. um, Tatum SZN says Lloyd and Chris Barr easily the best two super coach defenders in my opinion. Uh, I tell you what, that I, I underrate. I think I underrated Crips. Uh, Crisp, sorry. And I think there's two reasons why. First of all, I didn't see this possession style play last year at Collingwood. Um, they tried it a few times and when they did it worked, but they, I didn't think that they would do that this year. Um, if they're going to continue that, you'd have to say Jack Crisp goes up in evaluations. Uh, yeah, it could be a 95+. plus. Uh, I just don't want to comment, comment on him, Crisp, because he is the steak knives in a deal that we would never get back. <laughs> That's true. Um, it, I, I it, won't trade him. It, actually, you know what? Miles. No, new, new philosophy. It doesn't matter about Jack, Jack Chris. It doesn't matter what your no, name is. He doesn't matter because he's not a premiership player. Oh, okay. Sure, sure thing, bro. You new philosophy. A, I need to think from do you West know Coast. Who else isn't a premiership player? Anyone on Brisbane Lions list? <laughs> <laughs> because we took away Dane Beams, who was a premiership. Player. <laughs> It's okay. I'm going to have this West Coast like, perspective. Too right, easy. Let's move on. All right. Um, Sicily versus Degoe, league's number one flog. <laughs> oh, well, Sicily. Uh, Sicily's completely winning at the moment. What a, what a, anyway, strange free kick. Um, Sick dog. Oh, we've got a good siren volume. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for thanks for letting us know. Um, got a hold Heaney. Yep. Thanks, Struds. Uh, what to do with Callum Mills. Um, so, yeah, Callum Mills. I said, yeah, Callum Mills, yeah. Just got to get him. Go, go, get him, go get him. on. Go up if you can, or there's two people I would go down to or sideways to. It's either uh, Williams, who, by the oh, way, okay. played forward this week, but we'll touch on that oh, in Gino Westpol. Don't, don't even get me started. Um, or Brody Smith. Um, outside of that, um, I'd be going up. Up to Lloyd or up to William, uh, Whitfield or up to Crisp. Those are the three. See the, the bombers fly. Yep. Up. Up to never. Are we going to hear that song this year, you reckon? Yeah, of course. They, they verse Gold Coast at some point. I took him on my eight, too, so yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one before we get into some more questions, of course. Um, we've got here Essendon, Essendon versus Freo. Essendon and Killer. Good timing. This will be one of the quickest ones we'll actually Well, we might, we might be able to wrap two into this one. Let's, let's, let's give, give it a whirl. Um, I think the most shocking thing from my point of view is I did tips in Kilda, but I didn't think it was going to be this bad this early. So the first quarter and a half of football was arguably worse than any quarter and a half that they played last week. Oh, which that was just, it, it just 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 the first quarter in general. I I wanted to have a big snooze fest. I'm not even kidding you. I was actually waiting for the next game to come on. Yeah. Um I I stuck through to half time and then it sort of turned around and then I went and watched um who was next? It was um I watched the whole game but uh, yeah, they were overlapping with someone. I'm sure of it. Uh Geelong in Melbourne. Was it? No. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, four thirty-five. The, the first thing I noticed was the effort and intensity for St Kilda was up from the get-go, and it was nowhere in existence for Essendon. And ah, Port Carlton, that's what I watched. Yeah, yeah. And for all their failings, whenever they did get the ball and tried to move the ball forward, their ball movement was stagnant. When they got it out in the open, they made the wrong decisions moving forward with the ball. They would either kick over the head of someone they should have gone to, kick to the enter the forward 50 but enter it on the edge of the 50 like 45 out which doesn't help anyone it was so bad it and was even terrible the whole the whole game literally for me is summed up by Langford running off the bench <laughs> that was pretty funny it was just I bit... actually laughed out loud on the couch <laughs> I'm sitting at home on my own like what <laughs> watching what, football what I, uh, I, I watched it I was like I could not believe 
Wait, where does the competitiveness come from? Like, I get it. He, he, so he fronted up to his teammates and said, this is the rationale of what I was thinking. I actually think he got told to come off. And he felt so much pressure that he had to come off that the single opportunity arose. And he's like, I must get off. And just left it his was, opponent. Dude, this literally happened to me when I was in under eights. Left the... Oh. <laughs> I did the same thing when I was eight years old. No, Chris, you would have had your armband on with your position. No, 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 you no. Mean- this literally was... I think I may have even told this story of the podcast last year. So no. I'm sorry. I haven't but, heard it. And I don't want to hear it. Um, so my dad, at, like before the game started, said... Whatever you do, make sure you listen to your coach today. Listen to your coach. I'm like, yeah, that's the one thing they took. I'm like, I'm going to listen to my coach, right? So I'm like running down the wing, right? And like in under eights, so in Melbourne, there's none of this half field rubbish. You're playing full field under eights, right? So the scores at the end is like, it's like a a women's AFL game. It's like 10 to (laughs) 4, if you're lucky, right? Anyway, so playing under eights, full field. And I'm running down the wing, got no one on me for miles. And I'm just running down. I'm, I'm ba- trying to bounce the ball, but you know, like you're eight. So it's like sometimes bouncing, sometimes not. And the coach, the coach and I didn't realize this at the time. He said, go Chris. But I thought he said, come here, Chris. So I just like stopped, dropped the ball and just went over to the coach. I went, yes, sorry, coach. <laughs> like mid game. Uh, uh, so that, that's exactly what happened with Langford. I'm so glad that his story didn't take 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that's longer than uh, you uh, I actually feel for uh, Dylan Shield. Um he, he scoring actually, well he actually put in a lot of effort the first two weeks and he has got no effort in return from mm. his teammates uh, Zach Merritt actually bounced back uh, what did he get a 108 109 yeah 108 decent 108 score. Uh, decent score I think uh, still underperformed a little bit but I think he not racking up as much as he should I think can Dylan, you, Dylan can you, why trade him because I think Dylan Shields getting more inside and Zach Merritt's getting a bit more outside, which suits him because he loves getting the outside ball. He's like the new Lockie Hunter, except Lockie Hunter 2.0. Uh, he gets more <laughs> He gets more ball. Well, right? careful. You might get a one-star. <laughs> uh, the Lockie Hunter 2.0. Um, look, I, I get it. He's still cheap enough for me. I actually wouldn't get rid of Zach Merritt. I'd probably hold him because he's going to have some good games and he's still going to fluctuate his price. And then by that point, you could move him on. At an inflectorated price. Can but Zach Merritt from this from this round on to the end of the year... Average 110? Average 110? No. You don't think so? No. What do you think his average is from here? I don't know. I'm upset I picked him in the second round in draft. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Matt Crouch so was my third like round. 105? Because that's not good enough. No, no. 105 is not good enough for a top 10 midfielder. 107, 108. I don't know. It's a cringe. Is it's it, a, well, uh, is it worth a trade you, then? It's, know, it's probably it's, not worth a trade then. Because you can probably still Essen, get him when at When Essendon turn their form around, you know, maybe he'll score 110 um, for the last four rounds. <laughs> oh, I didn't even oh mean to God, do that. That's, that's how bad it is. Anyway, no, no, no good. Uh, if I had Zach Merritt, what is he? Like 120, uh, 520K. You can't really do much with no, him. 540. 540? Oh, oh, you can get a Dusty. <laughs> Matt Crouch, if you can it's do an Matt awkward Crouch. price point. Yeah, if you Matt can go Crouch. to Matt Crouch, Matt Crouch is the one. That's the one. If you can, I, afford, I wouldn't trade him. Still, if you, if you can afford eight k, I wouldn't mind Matt Crouch. I still over. wouldn't trade him because yeah. he, here's my thinking: is that like worst case scenario, if he averages one hundred seven from here to the end of the year, the person you trade to has just as much chance oh, at that price to average one hundred seven for the rest of the year. So why would you trade him? Yeah, true. You're just burning a trade to have someone at M8 for the rest of you. You have, yeah, unless you hate him with passion. But if you are a um, a Essendon, an Essendon supporter like it's, Wally, yeah, uh, then maybe you should keep. Him. It's the same with Dusty. Dust, the thing with Dusty is he gets shut down one week. He had a 109. This this is same scoring pattern almost. Why yeah. why would you trade someone? Who's, yeah, I mean they might average 107, 108. What were you expecting? Were you expecting them to go 115? Because that was never going to happen. 
we we had this conversation preseason with Dusty. The the year that he went one nineteen, he won every award under the sun. He was the best player by an absolute mile. Oh, I was still expecting and Dusty still to average around one ten. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, one oh seven and one oh eight. They're still close to a, a top ten. That's what I'm saying. Like so, one oh seven, one oh eight. You're not gonna trade him, no, because then well, otherwise you're going for a Trelaw for a one oh nine. Like mm. I, I don't I don't get the, the the whole purpose of trading. It, like is to get better players in your team. Is to trade your rookies out and get premiums in. Do not trade a premium that is still potentially going to average 107-108 for the rest of the year. Correct. Um, but if you thought that they were going to average 115, then that's probably your error in thinking that because it was yeah. never going to... They're not those players. Correct. Uh, I think I think what's happening, Chris, is that people are a bit scared by the Billings and Hibbard scenario over last year. Yeah, I think that... that I, that's why. I think Billings has burnt people that bad. That, that, we're going to call this the Billings rule. Yeah. The where, round two trades where we're, now the where Billings we're trying trade. to say, keep your premiums, and everyone's like... But Billings wasn't even a premium premium. It was like a breakout premium. Yeah. A hyped well, premium. What, what, what round did you Hibbard, trade out? Hibbard was a premium. Yeah. And he's been... Mind you, Hibbard's averaging 59.5. So bad. So bad. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. top 10 this year, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Get on that. So, but what round did you trade out Billings last year? Oh, basically about two weeks before he started averaging about 95 again. Oh, so like just about the buy rounds? Buy rounds. Um, anyway, can we talk about Gresham? Please. We can talk about Gresham because he's playing basically all 70% mid-time, I think. He is I feel like Gresham has been highly undervalued, Chris, mm. and we are rambling, even though this is a horrible game to comment on, but um, no, I feel Gresh. The Gresh. Uh, the Gresh, he's actually dominating, he and is. someone dropped him in the draft league, which is, he's in, he's in my side because I got him off the waiver. Someone dropped him. My forward line in draft was deplorable. I picked up my, like... What people my, dropped Gresh for? At D3... at G D3, did that? I, I don't know. At D3, I had Charlie Kernow. And then I had some horrible, horrible players. And then I ended up with, like, Gresh and Lysette so and Tex the Walker. The difference between... For free. The difference between Gresh... So good. ...and Billings is that Gresh is playing inside minutes. He's yep. playing at centre bounce square, uh, centre bounce attendances and kicking goals, and which well, Billings can't do either. <laughs> he can't. Well, he kicks a lot of points. He kicks a lot of points. We gotta um, give him credit. But he also is is the guy that they get the ball into the hands of at the end of chains to either set up a goal or to kick the goal. So that's why I really like Gresh. I think he's basically Jordan Degay but shorter and faster, um, and he's moved into the midfield because they lack that talent in yes. midfield at the Saints. Oh, Whereas Dugowie, if he was in midfield, I think he'd be averaging these sort of numbers, but he's just yeah. not. Dugowie maybe later, they said, uh, once his fitness he gets up. He wants to, so. but it won't be this year. No, they think later when he gets his mm. fitness up, I think he'll work his way Don't in. Don't know about that. Um, also want to touch on Jack Steele. Um, he got 100 again, so he got 115 in yep. his first, 100 in his second round. People are talking about trading him again. I don't know why this, uh, this infuriates me. I'm like, mate. It's because people picked him for a breakout, no, 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 but he's yeah, only but, averaging what he averaged but, 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 last but, but, year. No, he averaged 95 last yeah, year. So he's, he's averaging 107.5. I was like, mate, he's averaging you 12 and a half points more than you paid for him. And you want to get rid of him. Why? Because he's averaging 107.5? It's like, that is the most stupid. It's a bit silly. Fucked up logic I've ever heard in my life. You know who I would be training if I had him? Seb Ross. Oh, Seb Ross. He looks horrible. He, well, I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> he he's. Looks horrible. No, because you're not playing inside anymore. Oh. He's playing behind the ball off the half-back flank most of the time. I picked him around before Jack Steele. He's, he's getting so much uncontested ball, it's ridiculous. Like I blame you. Oh, it's probably my fault. You, you, I've got him in my draft league. You picked league up Zorka. I had to pick up Seb Ross. Oh, that's, that's... And then you picked up Jack Steele. Fair call. 
Um, another one I want to t- touch on quickly is Jack Nunes, who's got, got a very conducive role to Supercoach. Ah, uh, he does. I, he's you, basically, you said he was going to be out of their side this year, Chris. You ripped I, on him so I hard. I still think he might be. You ripped on him so hard. So here's what benefits him. I'll, I'll you explain said he it. was like the Goddard he's of playing St. Kilda. A, he's playing... A, he is. He's worse. He's way worse. <laughs> At least Goddard can hit a target. So Nunes, Nunes is playing on a wing, but he's either, depending on the, the, the game... Depending on the, uh, the the set play, the score, the game game instance, he's either going he's either going behind the ball at the center at, at center bounces, so at that seventh defender, and then getting you know contested chop out in, intercept marks or whatever, or he's going in front uncontested ball handball receive. Now his skill set is long kick to a contest because he can't hit a target to save his life. And that suits him perfectly because he just gets it and just kicks long to a contest. Kicks long to a contest. Chris, I'm not listening because you've gone over time. <laughs> fair call. All right. Well, we've probably had enough. We, we probably went way too long on this on this game. Anyway, no, I think we actually fair. spoke about other stuff that we wanted to talk about. To be honest, <laughs> you take we, me off, off yeah, target again. Hear what you want to hear. Right, we're going to go straight into the uh, Port Adelaide Carlton game, and I suppose it's about time we we touch on that man, uh, Tommy Rockcliffe. Hey, oh, no, lice it. <laughs> He's he's up four percent. Everyone's on the life set train, Chris. No start the timer. Let's get let's get this game let's going. Chris. Start the timer. Then I'm all, all right. jacked up on Mountain Dew. This I'm one actually. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. All right. Um, I'm only eight, eight years old, but I still keep going, ass Grandpa. <laughs> so good. You better shut your hole before I put a hole in that tent. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Let's talk about Scott Lyset because I think he actually is important. Ah, uh, he um, is actually. Um, okay. So have you started the timer, Chris? I have. Wonderful. Two um, things. Um, first and foremost, Don't Andrew Phillips. <laughs> I will. I will talk when I want to talk. Um, Andrew Phillips has been leaking ruck points hardcore. Yep. So who is Carlton playing this week? Do you know? Can you search that for me? Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, they're playing Sydney. So, so Callum Sinclair. Callum Sinclair is going to go 120 plus this week. Yeah, he's on my foot. And I can. I would put money on that. So is there? Is can you bet on Supercoach scores? Uh, sometimes might... on some platforms, uh, not bet three six five that I Just use, Neds? but I know some others. Maybe Neds. I don't know. We have a look. Who knows? Shout out Neds. But honestly, Andrew Phillips just leaks ruck scores. Oh. Now I don't know. I think they play the way that he plays, or maybe it's the way Carlton are playing him at the moment. That I don't see Phillips directly on an opponent sometimes. So he might be drifting behind the ball or drifting in front, but they're just not. He's not following his man. Chris, what are you doing Saturday night? Um, going to the football with you. Uh, no, I won double pass through Neds, just uh, quietly. I tipped the Brisbane uh, winning and margin, so I got oh, two nice. double pass the Lions game, so you could probably take my members pass this week, mate. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, anyway, it. sorry. Uh, quick side note. The, in, no, you don't. You. Oh, no, unfortunately. Anyway, so so that, I mean, there's one, look, 167 is a fantastic score. Yep. And I'm not taking that away from him. Huge. But I will say that that is a much inflated score, and... He has historically been an absolute maximum 80 averaging rugby 88. for 88 West long? Coast 88. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing I actually took took from this. Um, I actually watched um, AFL 360. I posted it because Robbo said that um, Lockie Whitfield was in the Brisbane midfield, which was stupid as. Um, but um, the coach Hinkley was actually saying that Lysette... He actually considers him more like an extra midfielder. He gets around the ground. He was so happy to come back to Port Adelaide that he's had a killer preseason. And I was like, oh, so he actually, it's kind of like a Grundy type where he gets around the ground really well. So I'm, I'm actually a little bit tempted. Um, I think he could go okay. So we, I still don't think he'll be a top 10, but I think I'm actually giving him more credit than I had previously. So based on what Hinkley was talking about. I mean, 
he, he's a, Charlie he, Dixon. You don't know what's going to happen when Charlie Dixon comes back and Paddy Ryder. So yeah, I mean, see. here's the thing. So is he a viable trade-in target right now at this point in the season? Uh, right with two now, game sample size. Right now, I'd say no. After their first buy, I'd probably look to bring him in That's to cover my result. So. So, round 12. If after, he can continue his form, and let's say he's averaging 93, 94. Yeah, I could bring him in to cover the buy round. 100%. That's my that's my plan. Yeah, same so, thing. And they have the first buy. Yes. And here's the Mo- other that, option. That, that's that's one of my theory with most of the poor players, to be fair. Yeah. First well, buy. Well, the other option, this this leads us to our next one. So, West off. Ugh. So, I don't care about the people. By the way, if you're one of those persons that traded Brody Grundy. One of Grundy, those persons? Persons. People. Yes. Per- people that are living. One of those peeps. That, that traded... Brody Grundy or Max Gorn to Justin Westhoff. Thank you. And copped his 47. Thank you. He's, play, you he's playing forward, though. He just couldn't get around it. But however, here, here's the thing, though. I yeah, don't yeah. think it's going to be bad because Jack Watts going down. So Jack Watts got injured and he's out for the season. They, he's, he actually broke his leg. Yeah, and I uh, had a displacement in his ankle as well. Something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, bad. Like, he needs surgery. Like, and broken, he's out like, for the year. Broken feeble or something. Um, so that's going to really impact um, their back line. Now, he was playing as a sort of third tall, loose defender, essentially, and, and taking a lot of marks and kicks. I think that goes to Westhoff. I think they push Westhoff back. Charlie Dixon's due back in about three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they put Westhoff behind the ball. And they'll play Todd Marshall as the uh, one out full forward. And then their whole forward structure is going to have to shift around uh, basically Paddy Ryder and Todd Marshall. So really interesting the the way that that's all panned out. If that does happen, Westhoff scores fantastic behind the ball. Yeah, I'm hoping. Here's hoping. So they Um, may have actually lucked out with the trade, even though they copped a 47 this week. I'm definitely going to be watching both Scott Lysett and Justin Westhoff to see Who's going to be my number one trading target in that first week of the buys? I'm with you. Um, so Travis Boak got another 120 plus. Uh, he's actually started on fire. I know a lot of people are trying to trade him in as well. For me, again, I want to see a little bit more data when uh, Ollie, Wines, comes, Wines back comes back in. Yeah. And um, to see just the dynamic of that midfield well, to see actually what happens. Think so. about it. Wines comes in. Amon's out. I watched the Rockcliffe presser yesterday. So Rockcliffe had a presser. Yep. And, and there was two specific questions. Do you think Wines coming back in is going to change your role? And the first thing he says is, no, nah, not really. And then the next question is, oh, what about Carl Amon? How are you guys going to cope with that? It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm probably going to have to spend a bit more time in the wing as well as Will and Drew. And I was like, so your role is changing. So he just said that his role is not changing, but then his role is changing. That's why you ask multiple questions, Chris. <laughs> I was like, so, uh, okay. okay. Well, I don't actually mind that, even though no, he's not going to get as much contested. Because he's a link player anyway. But he played like 90% time on ground. That's just not Rockliffe. No. He's a freak at he's this gone. point in time. No, he's a fitness freak. But That's why I like him. What I think, though, is this. So one person's going to have to play forward. If, if Westhoff is out, someone's playing forward. Who is that? Rosie. Done. Next question. No, but Rosie's already playing forward. Yeah, so let him dominate. <laughs> so, but what I'm saying is, there's going to be someone from the midfield that's going to because Sam Gray's coming in. Motlop. So Sam small Gray's, a, but he's a small. Yeah, Motlop. Were well, you going to place Motlop out of the square? No, you're going to put people. Paddy you Ryder, can play right or be in the square. Yeah, but we both know that teams these days are playing two tools. So you got Todd Marshall and Paddy Ryder. They play the logos and they play one person out Don't of the square. Don't talk down to me and I'm condescend just, me. I'm oh, just saying. No, no, no. But Tim, Who's going to be? Tim's play two tools. So they could play Robbie Gray out of the square, which I'm not looking forward to. Ooh. So that could really impact me. They could play Travis Boak out of the square, or they could play Tom Rockliffe out of the square. Fair enough. What I'm saying is they're all getting more forward time. With If Westhoff goes behind the ball, 
They're all getting more forward time. So it's not good for basically any port players. What I need is a sample size, and I don't have anything right now. So we need like a four, five, six games yep. to say, yep, for sure. Rockcliffe's going to be scoring this. Boke's going to be scoring this. Gray's going to be scoring this. Yep. And then you can go, yep, at I, the bye. I can understand people trying to throw some money to get Rockcliffe or going down from, which seems to be the biggest thing in the world at this point in time, going from Dusty to a Rockcliffe because you get money. Yep. Um, I've got a five-prong midfield attack at this point in time, so it doesn't really concern me. But I'd rather try and... Even if I wait until round 12 or whatever it is, which is only like another... What, they would have to buy around 11? They have about eight rounds or something rather since then. So even then, I'll probably pay, what, an extra 150 it's Round game. 12 is the first buy this Yeah, okay. So I'll probably wait uh, an extra 11 rounds then. Or no, 10 rounds. And then yeah. I'll pay an extra 150k for Rockcliffe. Yeah, it's not going to be that much more expensive. And, so like, okay. And I'm not Worst case scenario, no, Rocky's 550. And he's a... I, in my opinion, there's no way he's averaging 120 as a must-have. No. I, I can't see that happening. So he's just another. He's another. Can he average the same amount as maybe a Matt Crouch? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but I've already got Matt Crouch. I'm not going to go down to Rockcliffe. No. That's just a waste of a trade. Yeah. The so, only way I can see you going up is if you had someone like Cousins and a few of these other guys that were 200k. But then Cousins is now more valuable that a couple of their midfielders have gone down. So I don't see where you find the cash. Yeah. To be fair, I don't know. To me. If it suits your structure, you've got plenty of trades. And you're, you're traveling okay. Oh, I'm excited. What I think, what I think about Rockcliffe is people are doing this. People have, people who have had a really bad starting team, or they're, you know, they're, let's say right now they're panicking because they're ranked thirty thousand. They're clutching. Hundred percent. They're just going shit. I need to improve my team. This he started, is a quick and easy. Fix. He started so well, and he's so cheap. Yeah. But what you got to realize is that people that are like in the top, say, 10,000 or, or maybe top 15,000, because it's all pretty congested at the top probably, anyway. Probably don't really have him. They, they, and are they going to trade to him? No, because they've got, no. they don't have him. Or they do have him already. I'll so back either like a lucky Neil over him, 100%. You started him, yeah. which is fine. If you started him. If you started him, him awesome. You're getting exactly what yeah. you want, which is Perfect. if I started him, I'd be loving life. But or every- they, they didn't start him and they've got a good enough midfield to, co- to cope without him. So they don't need him. Yeah. For my theory, every trade, you need to at least make 100 grand. At least. Well, I think you'll make you that money. But again, you only realize that when you trade him out. So what you're saying is you're not just no, trading Rocky for in. For me, it would be a double trade. You're trading Rocky For out. me, it would be a double trade. Yeah. So I need a $200,000 So if you make sure least. that when you're thinking about Rocky, you're thinking about two trades, not one. It's not one trade with Rocky. I've had so two. many people. I had someone compare Rockliff to Fife today. But you started with Fife. No, in, in like, general. Yeah. But it was like, oh, Rockliff's just like Fife, except Fife has injury issues. Like, except Fife has injury Yeah, except Fife is injury prone. They're like, both injury prone. I was like, Fife's been a premium forever. Yeah, anyway. and don't worry about it. It's like watching people do cringeworthy stuff at the gym. I just don't comment, I swear. <laughs> I just don't. I just no, I sit you, there. You video them and put them on Lad Bible or something, don't you? No, I think someone probably should have put them on AFL Nuffies. <laughs> Not All right. Um, now, we do have... Wow. I think we might have to catch up on the chat a little bit later, but... Let's just say um, uh, Ice Truck Killer says, I love point chases. Keep burning them trades, fellas. Yep, that's happening. Yeah, it's, it's happening up. big time early, and I think it's panic trading. Um, how, many hey, tra- how many trades are you looking at having left after this week? 30. Me too. <laughs> I don't the only, Hey. The only one I actually would consider is getting Darcy, uh, Darcy Moore for Collins because Darcy would play on field. Yeah. But then What's I'm their like, break-evers? They must be pretty close. Yeah, so, uh, it's, I don't know. I think Moore might get me more points on field. 
But then I'm like, do I really want to burn a trade just to get another guy that might burn make a trade and my, 50k to make the same amount of money to make the same amount of money, and, and then and then I'll start to trade more out anyway. Amounts. Like, yeah. So that's my honestly, Collins might be the first person you trade out. Yeah, but he'll make you at least 150k. So Maybe whatever. We'll see. He'll get you the 320, and then you can do whatever you want with him. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. That's. I'll, I think I'll have 30 as well. Yeah. Um. Currently at. Currently got steel in the upcoming game is going to need him to tag lowering his scoring output. Um, they don't necessarily need to use steel to tag, um, but sometimes he's the best option for a head to head, which is a lot. A lot of the time you might think he's tagging, but he's actually just going head to head. And that's what steel does. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily do it like a lockdown role. And he still gets the ball. And he that's tag- it. if he's tagging or running with, I mean, he gets well, so many tackles anyway that his score is actually still pretty solid. And he doesn't need that yeah. much of the ball. So. I mean, there's four of them, but he leads the league in tackles right now. He's had 17 tackles so far this year. Yeah. So there's him and there's Rory Sloan and a couple others that all share the tackle um, yeah. tackle leading at the moment. So, yeah. He could break 200. Well, honestly, steel's, steel's a great choice. Tackling machine. You shouldn't... Don't, don't just... Don't count out. It's too early in the piece to be counting out the mid prices that you tried to back yeah. if you're Especially doing Especially if you bought them at an average of 95. Yeah. However... Hold. I mean... He could be your last upgrade. It doesn't matter. If you were dead set against it, even though I like, I wouldn't recommend this. But let's the, the, the thing is that all these mid prices that people were speculatively picking, they've kind of performed. You know, yeah, Steel's exactly. kind of performed. Brayshaw's kind of performed. Sheets Brad performed. Crouch, Rocker's yeah. performed. Unless Crouch's you're, kind of performed. Unless you're in defense. And yeah. it's it's Mills and McGrath and maybe right. Heaney to an extent, but Heaney's still got an eighty odds, so he's okay. Yeah. So people are seeing like this this Rockcliffe just with these big numbers and just their rose coloured glasses just go on and so all of a sudden I need to get him what in a, straight away. What about Sheen? Wait till this weekend when he bops an eighty because Robinson's tagging him like going what, out what, of fashion. What, what about Dom Sheed? What about Dom Sheed? <laughs> oh, we don't need to what about Dom Sheed anything. His low is 100. He's going big. He actually had a free kick on the siren to go back to 100. I loved it every second of it. It was fantastic. All right. Um, now, the, the last one I want to talk on about Port, Colling, uh, Port and Carlton before we move on, even though I know we're out of time. Before we move on. Um, I just want to say to people. Did the siren go? No. Yeah, the siren's gone. No way. Um, so, Sam Walsh, do not trade him. No, don't trade him. Um, do not trade him to Cousins. Do not trade him to Libba. Do not trade him at all. It's the silliest idea I've ever heard to trade out Sam Walsh. Uh, interesting. Newman and uh, Simpson both actually only scored around the 80-odd, which was interesting. Normally, kind of, if Newman went big, Simpson goes small. Simpson goes big, Newman goes small. Uh, yeah. Additionally, as well, I think uh, Gibbons actually started on fire and then actually slowed a lot, but still got a 56. His DT was amazing. It's which a turnover is merchant, unfortunately. Awesome. Um, and Charlie Kerner obviously got injured, which is going to suck for them majorly. Don't trade Gibbons. Another one. Do not trade Gibbons. Don't trade Gibbons. Because he's had a bit of a role change instead of in the pocket he's actually in the midfield he's on the half forward line yeah. and midfield so uh, do not trade him Setterfield yet. though did tag Rockcliffe in the second half so he did only score a 50 but again as a, a rookie yes I know he's more expensive slightly but a 50 you'd take that and he's not going to tag every week even then they might see how things roll so with Sydney Agreed. with Sydney they might kind of give someone else a different job but it isn't promising that he did have a taking role uh, and he couldn't find his own footy when he did that role so I'm just you just don't get rid of him at this point. You watch him for a few more weeks, he'll still go up in price, and then if he is horrible, you get him out first. So, yeah, especially when, like, Kavara and stuff come back, then just move on. 100%. Yep. All right, now moving on to the next footy match that we have here. We've got uh, the old Geelong versus Melbourne, and this is about as one side of a contest as you could pick, throw a stick at. Yeah, um, one side of Melbourne got so many inside 50s and did nothing. Uh, yeah, which is... 
A surprising. little bit. No, it's not surprising. Have we um, they, they trade out their best forward player in Hogan and decided yeah. that oh we can we don't need you, mate. I tell you what, I, I picked this early in the early in the preseason. I said, have we started? Oh, we should put this timer on. Yeah, come yeah. on, Chris. Okay, come on, calm down. You got to put it on. The people want to see. The people want to see. Um, uh, I'm with you, uh, except that they were the most scored side, so they scored the most points last year. Yeah, but they, they also they also leaked like a sieve. So Stephen May was in there, except an article came out being like, "Oh, he just did his normal preseason and get myself in half good shape," and then he rocks up to Melbourne after. Yeah, and he's like. Oh shit! I'm actually like overweight and slow, or whatever. He hasn't done his due diligence, so I think it was a big hard wake up call to the expectations at Melbourne. Uh, and he's now out, so I think that's um, a big loss at this point in time. I think he does give them a lot of security and stability in defence. And Hogan, obviously not there. Uh, they don't know how to play without him. Yeah, and well, th- they're just a bit disjointed. They're a bit. That, they're not in sync. Course. That's the biggest issue, in my opinion, is that they're, they're disconnected with their forward line at the moment. Now, um. I said that this, like, going into it, I said that uh, Sam Wiedemann's not the answer. They really need an actual, like, another forward to complement Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald's a capable uh, forward, but I think I don't think he's a star forward. His average has been horrible, McDonald, too. Yeah, can't and I've got it. him in, like, four draft yeah, teams. can't do it. But, I mean, the issue the issue is he's better on the second defender. Now he's the best. Now he's the, the, the number one forward. Yeah. He's got to stand up. Yeah. If he doesn't stand up, their whole team structure well, falls apart. If he doesn't stand up, Chris, he'll just cash that very expensive check every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And wait another year for a forward. Um, yeah. uh, so uh, I, I don't know what, why they traded Hogan apart from the fact, like, I know he wanted to go. Did he want to go? Yeah, I think they kind of pushed him. But then he has off, off-field issues anyway. So probably for well, the culture of the club, you get rid of him. You take two first picks and you I move know, on. But and you move on. Trading him impacted their entire team structure. Yeah. And they didn't do anything to fix it. They didn't trade anyone in, nah. apart from maybe Pruce. I'll tell you what, they're getting so much ball, they'll sort it out. Well, they, they need. I think they need Pruce in their team, and sooner rather than later. I think it's 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 quite obvious that they're Ouch. really lacking. Uh, but yeah, they got plenty of ball. Melbourne, uh, Oliver went massive. We're going to get 140, 141. 141. Yeah. Um, Brayshaw as well went 120. Uh, Gorn backed it up as well, so he went 116. So I think it was good yeah. to see him back in it. And considering that they lost convincingly. I think they had so much ball, so much opportunity that these guys could have actually done better. Yeah, I mean, Clayton Oliver was trying kind of a one-man band in there. Brayshaw did all right, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, 124, nothing to sneeze at. But Oliver was putting his head over the ball, clearing the ball, first touch clearances. Yeah, he's the perfect midfielder, man. Like, yeah. honestly. I, like, people who trade him out again, like... I'm actually surprised how well Geelong's defense has been. Uh, yeah. A little bit more tests this week because um, Lockie Henderson in for Henry is Henry confirmed. Henry yeah I know so Henry um, has been good but then he got injured get, yeah I know but you get rid of Henry and yeah. then it's like well Lockie Henderson comes in and he's a great stable horse yeah so their defence is actually it's just good timing because uh, Lockie played so in the twos good. I think because he's yeah. coming back from injury yeah and, he played a couple yeah. and he couldn't break his way in really yeah. which is funny but um, yeah so I think he just provides that stability so their depth even Geelong is yeah. crazy good. Uh, Dangerfield 154 went absolutely monster. He was going to be my VC, except I did. Um, the I, did, actually no, I kind of had to go Crips. Uh, he only got 115, so I ended up writing it into Fife, who I was a bit worried about. Lucky he pulled his finger in the last quarter. Uh, Tom Stewart again 120. So like I said previously, they just played into his hands. Uh, that was literally the best 
you know, role that he could have played. Yeah. And they just kept, just kept giving kicking it to him. Kicking it to him. They kept giving it to him. So he yeah. played perfectly into his hands. Then they kicked so many behinds. He's been taking kickouts because um, Lockie... What do you uh, think no, about... Tui, I mean, Tui's we, not we, playing. We chatted about it a little bit earlier, but Kelly's won 11. Yeah, Kelly won 11. Uh, even the week before that, he got, like, uh, for me, three votes. He looks he like... Only... You know what he does? He looks like lightning for a quarter, and then he fades out. And then he looks like lightning for a quarter and then he fades. Yeah. He's got like, I don't know if it's his tank or um, the attention he gets or what, I don't know what it is, but basically that was half a football plus a little smidge of extra. Like, yeah. And the week before that, he pretty much got three votes for me and still only just got over a hundred. So yeah, not for me. Though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, not for you. Uh, I think he's great. I think Tim Kelly is great, but I'm just a bit worried about his ceiling more than anything. Yeah. I'm hoping, I want to see more one twenties, one thirties, one forties for me. Uh, still very happy with how he's going. Dalhouse has been a surprise for me. Another one well, five is pressure kicking goals. He also is equal on that ladder for most tackles of the season so far. Yeah, it's crazy. Playing out of the half forward line. That's yeah. insane. I know that's his so, role. Though. We knew his role, but, but we weren't expecting that. Many however, tackles I can't see that being sustained. Oh, and they've won two games in, in the role. Yeah, and they've won two games. Won them by how much though? Two, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't see that being sustained from a Dalhouse point of view. I don't think he's a terrible pick, but I've, there's way more forwards I'd be picking in front of Dalhouse right now, even though I think yeah. he's like the fourth highest averaging forward or something like that right At now. At this point, yeah. but again, two wins. Uh, interesting to note is Menegola, uh, 70, but he had a dream team of 94, so he just butchered it. Yep, uh, 74% time on ground, so he was up from the week before, but I think they're trying to work his way back in. So I know yep. we have, uh, I think I've seen a question uh, which would be on Facebook or Twitter, I think, saying, I have Menegola, do you recommend I trade him for Kelly? No. No way. Yeah, no way. So Swings I think it's roundabouts. I think you're still last year on. Kelly had like 70-70 in the first two rounds and then went bang bang bang. bang. And then Menegola went low low and then went big. So and yeah. Menegola has the biggest ceiling. Like he's got one a great of, ceiling. One of the biggest ceilings yeah. for Geelong. So if and if he started off like half mediocre, you still hold him because he's going to go 130. Yeah. Now the other one I want to touch on is Constable who won the Rising Star this week. So congratulations, congratulations. to Charlie. Congratulations. Chooker, as they call him, but chuk, chuk, um, chuk, chuk. thirty-one disposals and he only got eighty-four super coach. Ooh, is that what? Is that? I'm pretty confident that's it. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yep. Yeah, and a goal. And a lot of them were contested. And sixty-nine percent time on ground. I could have easily been one hundred and ten. Sixty-nine percent yeah, time on ground. But they reckon that's because he's not fit enough. Yeah. So that that's what the club have said. The club have said his body's not there yet. He's but. Not- his role's there, so yeah, it, well, yeah, it just means that they're not putting him forward and resting him forward. They're just taking him off and then putting him back on in the guts. And then the demon side of things, I mean, Petraka, 83. I mean, I don't know what to do with Petraka anymore. Um, if you trade in Salem, you'd be hating your life. You got a 75 the week after a big one. Yeah, I've never thought of him as a top 10 anything. Ne- yep, never ever. Hibbert so, a 52. Yep, uh, even. People that brought in a college Jasney only got a twenty-seven, so he actually looked horrible. I actually, so, think, I actually think college Jasney gets dropped. Well, their backs all got dominated. So you, yeah. you have Lockhart, who I mean, kicked that great goal, but that's about it. Literally, that's yeah. about it. College Jasney um, gets dropped. I think Stephen May is injured. I think Hall comes back in. So Hall come, Hall's got to come Ray. back in, and and I don't think it's at all to do with Stephen May. I think Hall's a better player than college Jasney and Lockhart. Well, yeah, they're leaking points. They are, and they need so, they need another defender there to short. Yeah, don't up, get in so. a guy from Gold Coast to stop points. <laughs> Fair, enough. Oh, Fair enough. The points keep leaking. Anyway, so yeah, I think that's. Pretty I think much I also of, think that Sam problem. Frost is an absolute liability. Um, he got yeah. caught holding the ball a couple of times. He doesn't know. He's got no decision making skills. Uh, it's actually quite upsetting watching him play. But yep. whatever. Um, again, 
I think Hall comes back in, but it has, I don't think it has anything to do with Stephen May. I think it's the other defenders, and I think they're really going to shake things up after an 80-point loss. So I think they're going to drop at least three players for me. Oh, yeah, I reckon yeah, too. At least three. Melbourne's yeah. going to say, nah, stuff you. Especially Goodwin. All right, let's go through some more questions here. We've got, uh, uh, here we go, Blake121. Sorry if you answered this, I missed it, but what is uh, trading Callum Mills a must if Longmire's suggesting he will get more midfield time? Uh, why is it? Um, because I th- that sounds to me more like uh, he's basically one injury away from always being a defender. So the issue is that it's... Yeah. It's it's not necessarily he, about Mills. No, it's he's about, too good. It's about the team. It's about it's the not team. About, it's not about Supercage. Whereas they've basically said about Heaney, we want him playing in the midfield. Um, but he's injured right now and can't. That's different. Yeah. However, having said that, regardless, Heaney can still score as a forward. It doesn't matter. And again, if there's an injury in the forward line, yeah, correct. Yeah. Whereas Mills doesn't score as well as a defender. Exactly. So um, Mills, uh, so Heaney can get a one twenty in the forward line. Whereas Mills is hey. going to get a one twenty defense, so well, that's while while he's holding holding the Zeret, no worries, mate. Good good work, mate. Yeah, he was trying to he was looking at trying to downgrade to Rocky and bank in the cash or burning two trades to get Trelaw in. I was yeah. like, that's not a great idea. Um, and Strutter says average means nothing at this stage. Uh, it's it's been two games, so you need to be selecting based on role and potential, not average. Hundred percent agree with you. Well done, Strutter. Yep. JR still says Royal Marshall looked good in JLT in the JLT and great in his first game. Risky, but. Don't even touch Ryan Marshall with a 10-foot pole. As soon as Longer is back, he either goes forward or he's out of the team. Ryan Marshall is the that is a bigger trap than Rockcliffe, and I'm telling you that right now. There's no way he holds his spot when Longer comes back. Absolutely none. Or at least doesn't play the same role. Yep. And I'm hoping that Longer comes back because then Cal Mulkey could maybe go behind the ball and actually get some points. He's so passionate. He's, he's, he's so passionate. <laughs> um, here we go. Um... Oh, 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 Ice Track Killer said on Tab Corp, you can. So I'm guessing that's about uh, betting on Supercoach scores. Must be. Very well done. Um, all right. T-Man Hawk says, probably same as Sheed with Gaff back in this week. And yes, that's a consideration. Um, I wouldn't be touching Sheed either until we get a little bit more sample size of what his role is going to be. Like JLT 1 and 2? Yeah. That, that kind of sample size, Chris? Well, I think uh, I think um, Gaff coming back in, the best thing about that. No, because all of the mids, you've had, we've said this like four or five times. You're just saying it to the... <laughs> um, anyway, so I think Yo is the most one that benefits most from Gaff coming back in. Just so you know. What, the butcher? Yeah, the butcher. Yeah, because he, because he, the reason why he's butchering the ball is because he's under so much pressure when he kicks it. Anyway, doesn't matter. All good. Um, we've got uh, Strad saying 30K is still top 18%. I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, must be talking to someone else in there. Also, keep in mind, it was very wet in the port versus Carlton and was very sloppy. Yes, it was. Um, uh, Strutter says, I'm 201 behind number one rank and at rank 515. Surely the gap between 515 and 20K is, is more than 50 points. Um, yeah, it would yeah, be it probably is. 1 to 200, I'd say, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, not a whole heap, though. Yeah. Now, there, there's, a, there's probably a really big gap between the guys in the top thousand to the say top ten thousand well, speaking of the next uh segue chris with everything else we are getting into the west coast and gws game so we are are we um, moving on well no it's and we can keep answering these i was okay. just saying that the dom sheet comes into the next topic which is wonderful yeah um and then we had uh center half couch say he's 340 behind and ranked at, at 10k so it's pretty close 
it is very close to the top. I think there was a lot of cookie cutter teams like my team. My, I think my team's fairly cookie cutter. Yeah, and and mine as well. To yeah, be fair. Except the difference is is little things like gray the structures Dun- the same. Gray versus Dunkley, yeah. uh, Lockie Neal, or Oliver versus uh, Gray's winning at the moment. Just seeing it. Yes, I do know that. Thank you very <laughs> much. But who do the dogs have this week, Chris? Um, the Suns. Yes, and that's why Captain McRae yeah, is going to go nuts. Anyway, all good. Uh, Billings to Boke, yes, no. Uh, Jordan 17. Uh, I would say... Uh, I don't mind it. I, I don't hate it, but I, I, I wouldn't it. do it at this stage. You're I not going to lose money. Boke's not going to go up too much. It's not going to be really worth it. Like Boke's probably going to hold his price for a little bit. Billings isn't going to go down. He might even go up a bit. You don't need to. It's Unless you're chasing points, unless you're really like poorly positioned maybe but i wouldn't do it um any trade out one part player for parker should i go after Bur- uh, trade out burgess or bolter or should i keep them both move burgess down back and take wilkie out um uh, it depends on who you're moving him down back for but no you wouldn't be moving him back for more i would assume that would be it oh okay right um, um park parker i think would be great with his 80 and 80 so you yeah need i think you need parker um Professional, uh, it's going to take longer for Bolter to make money because he's a week behind the cash bubble and he's also scored an 18 in week, week one. So in his first price cycle, it'll be really bad. Yeah, so he's at least, um, what, three weeks? So he's three two? weeks away from making you money. So I would say Bolter's the one that needs to go. Yeah, Burgess actually had a pretty good game, but uh, I think Bolter yeah, has 61. more scoring potential but well, in the long term. But yeah, Burgess, We haven't yeah, seen it yet. Exactly, so. we haven't seen it. So I'm okay with that. I would keep Burgess because that um, that swing yeah. is really valuable. Week one, I had him in the forward line. Week two, oh, sorry, in the back line. Week two, I had him in the forward line. And depending on matchups, will depend on who you can score on field. And I, I think that um, it could be really valuable moving towards the middle of the season. So yep, um, keep him. Um, start Setterfield or Parker. Um, I would start Setterfield over Parker, and I would try and loophole Parker if I could. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Rocketh pays Richmond and North next month. Not worried. Um, has pretty much a is pretty much a cash cow. Uh, not really. He has he plays three of the top four sides in the next five weeks, and one of those uh, the other one is Brisbane, which I think they'll lock him down, and the other one's North. Um, who I don't I don't know if Jacobs will be back by then, but uh, no, probably not. I don't think so. Um, so he might go well in the North game. Uh, Martin to Rocky with a trade to gain the 160k again we're not on, I'm not on that train at all uh, I don't you're literally no. just burning a trade for the sake of burning a trade um, and you might want that trade back when they could essentially average could. the same yeah. the only way I see it actually working is if you bank the 160k and then say Dusty Martin drops 160k then it makes sense but you don't know that Dusty Martin's going to go down to like 420k so um, but Dusty's going to have those 140 games yeah, it's got. It's gonna happen. It will happen. He will go up, back up in price. I, so, I can't see a world in which Dusty doesn't average, say, around what he averaged last year at the very least. But I'm picking a 105 average, which is a little bit above that. So yeah, he will go back up, and by that stage, you can then always change him as well. Put put a figure on what Rocky averages, disregarding injury. What does he average this year? I don't know, 105, 106, something there, right? So why are you trading Dusty to him then? Because it's going to be this. Like, doesn't make. That's what I mean. Doesn't because make... I'm not. <laughs> well, but, but, no, I know you're not. Yeah, but, I know. You know, you're just wasting. I know. Trade. Pe- people just see the. Oh, but I can get 160k, and then but I then can then do it's something not with one that. trade. It's two. If you're yeah. making 300k out of it, I would 100% do it. Yeah. But I, like, you'd have to be guaranteed that you you're making 150 from the trade, and you're making 150 when you're trading again. 
And I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. So, anyway. Uh, thoughts on Bolter Demise? Oh, no, don't, don't do that. No, that's uh, he's not going to make you enough cash. I think that's his, and his job he, security's not great. And there's so many guys from Geelong coming in that he could be one of the first. Yeah, I like him, but if you already have him, he's great, well. but he's not important to bring he's in. He's not a must-have. No. No. Um, and why do Mexican kids eat teammates? Eat, what? Why do Mexican kids eat tamales on Christmas so they can have something to unwrap? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Who's putting jokes on here? And I love jokes. That's, the worst, the better. Like, but... It's fairly racial, by the way. <laughs> so I'm not going to laugh at that, but it is kind of funny. Okay, fair call. All right. All right. Chris, we need to Moving move on. In. Now, we've done with the uh, the Twitch chat there. Yeah, thank we God. We can move on to the next one. All right. We've got West Coast in GWS. And uh, look, I think GWS were pretty competitive in this game, but... West Coast just ended up taking it by the horns in the end. Yeah, it blew out. And yeah. I don't think GWS took their chances when they had their chances. Nah, so right. it blew out and it blew out late. I think they're pretty upset with themselves. What's the one thing you took out of the game? Ah, uh, Caniglio got tagged. But who do you think they should be tagging? Based on the game. Did you Whitfield? watch Whitfield? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, Whitfield's damaging, but I... He, he was unmarked running around on his own in the middle of the field basically the entire game. It was ridiculous. I was like... Yeah, you're Is just, anyone you're, pay any attention you're to just unhappy because you don't own him. Yeah, that's also true. That's, all, <laughs> that's very, very true. Um, the more he does that, the more he pops up on other people's radars. Yeah, I think you might just put an accountable role on Whitfield and then tag Caniglio, to be honest. Uh, I don't see much point in tagging a Kelly because... He's good inside and out. It's like, yeah, you don't tag a danger field, but then you'll tag someone else that is damaging. So You can't tag danger anyway. So well, he's Ke- still going to kill you. You put, Kelly, you put someone on Kelly, he'll just get contested ball. And then it's, like if tagging, kind of, it's like tagging yeah, Patrick Cripps. Yeah. You can't really tag him. You might you might limit him to, say, 25 disposers with 20 contested possessions. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily <laughs> win you the game. No. So, no, I think that was very interesting. Um, also, be wary of anyone that plays West Coast in the next month because uh, Hutchings is actually doing a pretty good job. So, yeah. Um, he's probably up there for the best. Uh, you know, obviously, Jacob's up comp. there yeah, yeah, at this point. Of, well, he did the jobs last year. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's been great at it and he's fitting up and he can win the ball. So, so the yep. thing with um, with uh, that I noticed as well, Zach Williams still got a 95, but I couldn't believe because he was played forward. He was playing oh, out of the pocket. Yeah, can but Green he, come back already? My he God. played there because Green wasn't playing. Now, I'm really hoping that Green comes back as soon as possible because I think this week, again, he has to play forward. Um, he That's played well. So, so bad, though. It's just oh, annoying. Yeah, he it's played frustrating. well. It's just annoying. It does bode well for anyone who owns Lockie Whitfield for the next week at least. Um, he'll still be probably playing off the half-back line like he did this week. It's just bad. Like, Finlayson goes plays defense. I yeah. think Finlayson's a bit of a dub. Uh, I think he's good for the team. I'm not going to lie. No, I mean, but, he's just like a... I don't know. But you need green. Green back in and... Yeah. True. That's um, just for me. We'll Hopper came a bit, bit down to earth with an 84. Um, I think Simpson got absolutely towered by Tommy Yee. Tommy, Tommy Key was the number one ranked player on the ground with 139 super coach. Managed to loophole in one field in, in Specky Cup. You did not. So good. How do you even But I didn't it? need to because I was playing Matt Mercer. <laughs> and by the way, if you're listening, Matt, which you never... He probably isn't, but... If you are listening, Matt, towed you up this week. Bant's fresh. <laughs> um, anyway, so, and McGovern, so when they moved the ball forward, they literally were just kicking straight into McGovern's path, which was just ridiculous. Like, is that- yeah, you need to do what Brisbane did and try not to bomb it along or have like a three people hitting that contest and make sure it came to ground. Pretty much. So He's just too good at, at positioning himself in the... Yeah, I thought yeah. Brisbane were really good actually trying to block out McGovern mm. in that round. Fair enough. 
in terms of the midfield, again, you know, uh, Dom Shee, I think he was pretty much lucky to get... Dom Shee didn't do much to get that 100, I tell you what. Like, he didn't do much. He sort of floated around, took the occasional uncontested mark, kicked, short kick, moved up. He rocklifted the shit out of his 100. What I mean by Rockliffe is that, yeah, when Rockliffe's playing well, what he does is he just floats in like he's not doing anything. Then he turns around and gets like this cheap, uncontested mark, turns around, short 20-meter kick to nut for no reason. Like, don't need to kick it 20 meters to that person because it doesn't do anything, but whatever. Like, he gives you super coach points. Just chips around. That's yeah, or the old, classic Rockliffe. He gets the old cheap ball out the back. Yeah, give me the ball, 20-minute chip. <laughs> give game, me the ball, 20-minute chip. There was no one within 50 meters of Rockliffe until halftime. He was 10 meters off a pack. Just waiting for a cheap, easy handball out. <laughs> it was a joke. Anyway, the only time he was next to a person was at a, at a clearance situation. Um, uh, Tom Barris I was pretty impressed with, but that's not going to be something that he obviously turns over uh, quite frequently. Um, Jack Darling returned with a 90 with his uh, with his game this week. First game back with um, Josh Kenny. Yes. And as we know, last year, when Josh Kenny's in the team, Darling plays well. Yep. 90s, just a, t- a taste, a titter? Yeah, he, could, he could go absolutely monster. He's going to explode in the next couple of weeks. So, um, Outside of that, on the GDOS side of things, um, I, I think if you had Taranto, you'd probably trade him. Ooh, nice little 78 there. Let's see what yeah. he's... Yeah, um, how's he to Shaw going versus Hurley, though, Chris? That's what I want to know. Actually, oh, well, Hurley had a good week this week, but this Shaw week, had yeah. a good, luck, good week last week. Yeah, so I think we, they're probably close, We should check, check that out. I think they're pretty close. Um, so Taranto, after, I think he had a decent week last week. What's his average? Your average score, 95. Uh, it's not terrible. I mean, I'd put him at 100 to 105. So, I mean, you, you probably don't need to trade him. But I could see the want to trade him at 480k when you've got Dommer and Rockliffe right there. So... I'm just looking at my averages, Chris. You, oh, you carry okay. on. Fair enough. Um, there's a camera out of poor one, but obviously it's because the ball really never got down there. Heater had a 61. So Heater's now averaging uh, average score, 72.5. Oh, that's, that's horrible. Uh, Let's move on to the next game. Hurley's only, <laughs> only averaging about 81, mind you. So yeah. they had like a 60 and 100. Uh, they're basically basic, both as dud as each other. Yeah, you would not like them. If you had actually started both of those, you'd probably trade them as well. All right. Well, let's move on to the North and Brisbane game, your boys. Reset. Uh, now, you didn't... You Check didn't, the Twitch. We will. I didn't watch this. I actually watched the last 10 minutes. I sat there in my car... Which um yeah, which was actually a nice. Because you had the football, didn't you? I had the football. Yeah. I had uh, um, coaching under sixteens, mind you. I've got a fresh match ball in the car now, Chris. Mm. Freshy, only lasted. Let's go for a kick tonight. It's dark. So this there's lights. That's what lights are for. I'll bend over, I'll have a kick. <laughs> uh, so I got a fresh match ball in the car, Chris. So it's only lasted awesome. uh, an hour and a half or whatever it is on field. So happy days for me. And they're like, oh, should you want me to put this in a kit? And I was like, no, no, I got this. <laughs> I got two bags of footies in the car so good that's awesome um, I did watch the last eight minutes and it was a nice change of scenery because normally I just sit in the car and cry so um, I got to watch the last did you guys eight win? ten minutes yeah the, the, the twos oh no and <laughs> <laughs> no, got smacked no 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 we were behind by about 45 points at half time and then we ended up losing by about 48 good, good coaching about 48 points so <laughs> oh that's not too bad you, you oh, almost won the second half this is completely unrelated but they were literally Watching them, they all got ball hungry. So they're literally in their forward just line. Rolling malls. They're all going towards the contest. And then their players, that have three players just sitting half a kick back. And then what would happen? Oh, we're in the ball because we have everyone there. And then they just boop. 
oh no, they got the ball and then kick it straight back in. I was like, oh, what are you guys doing? Did you tell them that <laughs> after? Yeah, quarter time. I was like, um, yeah, you need to be accountable. Everyone just, they don't want to be accountable. They just want to look at the ball. Ball watching. Ball watch or they want to go, oh, I want to go over here and their opponent's back there. I'm like, mate, what are you doing? Your opponent's back back here. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe get a bit of structure into that. Oh. Um, anyway, so look, I, I did watch the game. I watched it from start to finish. And I, I, I had um, tips again. I tipped Brisbane. Yes, oh, of course. Mr. 8 out of 9. Thank you very much. Um, and they really came back with a... But they when can I started, score in bunches. When I started watching, they actually yeah. started winning. So First half, they, um, McCluggage, North- McCluggage and Berry were just sputting it up. Yep. They, they weren't really playing the, how they played last week. I think North really tried to shut it down a lot too. Yeah. They didn't want an outside run game. They and wanted then, to make it contested and short. I don't know why. It's like Brisbane didn't realise when they started the game or they didn't have a plan to lock down any defend, any midfielders for North. Yeah, so Aaron, they, Aaron Hall, Aaron Hall and Jared Pollock both went insane. They both had as many positions as they liked, kicking to each other, running down the wing... It looked like Mo Salah out there. Like, it was stupid. Like, they just had... There was no accountability. Cunnington was killing them on the inside because yeah. his contested game was off the charts. Yeah, he went nuts. Um, and they just sort of went, okay, well, midfield versus midfield. Well, Lockie Neal versus Cunnington. Um, you know, our midfielders will outdo them. And it just sort of... Once they locked down uh, Pollock and, um, and yeah, Hall... they definitely locked down Hall. It completely switched the game. And... Their inside game was winning, and they weren't able to spread quite nearly as well as they were trying to in the first half. So, um, I thought Brisbane played really well. Um, yeah, uh, Lockie Neal again, what a jet! We um, the, this is the game where the scores froze at three quarter time. Oh, so, Lockie, unlucky! Lockie Neal broke it. Yeah, Lockie Neal was on one hundred two at three quarter time, and he had fifteen disposals in the last quarter, and it only registered him thirty eight points. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a 150, 160, 170, but should have been. He got um, a lot of clearances out of that too. Could so. have been a 160. He had a he, he had a shot on goal uh, from 30 meters out, snap on goal from a clearance. So he got you know it was a first touch possession clearance kick, and then it was a turnover because there was a guy in the goal square that took the mark, but it was going straight through. Yeah. So if he got that through, that would have been. I don't even, like another 15 points, maybe 20 points, just for that kick. Yeah, it would have been huge. Because, yeah, it's a swing, yeah. Anyway, so I think Lockie Neal is, is the second uh, highest rated midfielder right now behind Nathan Fife, and he's the most reliable midfielder in the competition. So, in terms of games played and, and the amount of you know, time... No, McCray would have to be better than those two, surely. No, in terms of history of scoring... Oh, history, okay. I thought you meant this year. He's right. had three years of 110 uh, plus, and he's, he's only missed one game in those... Three years. Fair call. So, in terms of you know games played, scoring patterns, absolutely everything. Lockie Neal is absolutely killing it. Um, it's even better. He's the main midfielder now in that group. But yeah. The difference was that at Frio, he'd be the main midfielder, and then Fife would come back and be the second midfielder, and then he'd be the main midfielder, and then Fife would come back and be the second midfielder. Now he's at Brisbane. He is the man. He's the man. It's. I told you. He's kick, the. He's, kick it's a Neil show. I did say he was the titch of twenty nineteen. The, the the trade of the week of this. If you're dead set on trading a merit or trading a dusty, don't go down to Rocky. Go up to Neil. That's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, oh, I already have Neil. So no, no, nice. but, but, but I would go to one of those top five, hundred percent. Or even if you want to do take a big risk, I'd go from like uh, Dustin Martin up to a Josh Kelly, who is in no one's team. It's a Ooh, risk because well, he's coming. No, yeah. no, but it's a risk because massive he's coming. Risk. He's coming back from injury. It's a massive risk. However, it's just however, as much risk as going on rookie. However, no one owns him. Yeah, no one owns Josh Kelly because he's been injured for two rounds. So if you want to risk, 
I'd be going Josh Kelly when based they, on the fact that no one has Check him. out when they're running games because you know he beats up on the weaker teams. Who, Josh Kelly? No, GWS. When, when's, uh, when's not, until, not, not until the second half. Second half of the season. So, I mean, yeah. you don't really Most of my GWS guys, I'm actually pegged for the second yeah. half of the season because it opens up big time. It's actually not too bad, though. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, Most so of it's second half. Daniel yeah. Rich is one of the uh, top defenders actually, of no, the after, year so no, far. After, top, after round six, remember? I think we pegged it. GWS after round six. So, you got a few rounds to have a look. Um, Daniel Rich is averaging 112 from the from defence. Taking know. a lot of kickouts. I tried outs. to get him too. I should have two weeks ago. It's going all right. Um, Hugh McCluggage, again, super impressed with Hugh McCluggage. Averaging 108.5. God, he's averaging more than like half the midfielders on a list. Don't talk to me. I love Hugh McCluggage. I think he's a fantastic player. He's Don't an absolute me. jet. People like- Sometimes he time bits, bites off a little bit more than he can chew, but he's all right. And Jared Berry, the other really impressive one. Um, hit 91. So he had a 50 point second half after being on 39, I think, at half time. And he's now averaging 103.9. So I tipped Barry this year to average about 95. And I tipped the cluggage. I don't know where he's going to go, but I tipped him around about the same, maybe a little bit less than Barry. I think Barry's probably got a little bit more legs. I actually think um, GWS could go big, Chris. Um, <clears throat> so they versus Richmond this week, obviously, Geelong next week. Yep. Then it's Fremantle. Sydney, Saints, Hawks, Carlton, and then Melbourne Suns. Uh, Hawks, obviously, now depleted. That's Richmond. I want score. Josh Kelly, and I want him yesterday. All right, now, before we get off this game, let's just quickly go back and check on the Twitch. Um, so we've got here... Racist jokes, too. <laughs> I have um, Monday on field and Ridley on bench. I don't have Parker, McCarthy, Kelly, or Lloyd. Is it too risky to have Parker on field? No, it's not to risky. And, to enable getting in Lloyd, I'd love Lloyd in my side. I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, the one thing about Parker is that I, I, I feel that there is like a 30 or 40 coming. Oh, no. Now, I don't know when that's going to be, but I feel like it could happen. So, um, Jordan, it's a, a risk-reward. Jordan's saying that uh, Williams actually played forward in JLT as well. I mean, no, in the trial game. Versus no, the... no, he did, but he was, he was switching back. Oh, no, back. Green? No, Williams. No, I oh know, but there was no green. Yeah, in no green. Side. Okay. No. Well, I'm okay. Yeah, so that, that's probably what they were trialing. Oh, well, we don't have green. What are we going to do with our What are we going to do? Yeah. Um, don't like but it. But he did that in the JLT too for like 10 minutes until he got taken off. Yeah, don't like it. I don't know. I don't like it either. Um, here we go. Ballsy move. Thoughts on money down to Lincoln McCarthy and having 417. Uh, don't do Lincoln McCarthy. I think he's great, but they've won two games and he's still only averaging 86 with kicking six goals. Or something like that. So I would not go him. And he needs goals. Injury history, the biggest ever. So massive risk. Massive Absolutely risk. And huge. when they start losing, what's he going to score? Fifty. Like I think his fluctuations will be huge. I like him. I think he's, he provides so much value to the team. Awesome player, and everyone gets around him because it's a great story. Yep. Even though he's cheap, I still wouldn't bring it in. And even then, you're burning a trade to get in a guy for two hundred sixty k. You might as well have Darcy Moore. And if you have Darcy Moore, then you don't need a Lincoln McCarthy. Yeah, um, I wouldn't do it. I would look at other forward rookies available. If there's none, if you've already got everyone and you've got a more as well, I would look to go up, not down. That's what I would do. Yep. Um, All right, so, sweet. Yeah. Um, Josh Kelly hurt Whitfield's score. I don't think so. Uh, I no. think Whitfield will go. He's he's had surprising. Whitfield is good. Oh no, well, Liam yeah, Cameron's Josh... going to hurt Whitfield's score. Yeah. Well, if uh, they had a full compliment, he's playing in a wing. Yeah, exactly. And he's averaging and, 95. And he's had a few centre bounces and playing a bit more guts. So I think he will go a little bit more outside uh, than he has with Kelly um, being out of the side. So, all right, 
Sweet. I think. And the last one. one is: Am I am I nuts to take Marshall next week for Gibbons? Meaning I can swing Setterfield to my midfield. Yes, one hundred percent. You're nuts. Do not take Raul Marshall. He will burn you harder than anyone that can burn you. Massive trap. As soon as Long is back in the team, he gets out of the ruck position, either pushes forward or is not in the first team. And who's he getting out? Gibbons, who's yeah. going to make a quick 100K without even having to score over a 59. No, don't do it. Don't do it. So Marshall would be my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. No, no don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Keep your trades. And Sabak Knight says, Big if Brisbane could be 8-0. and Only tough games versus Port and Collingwood. They're not going to be 8-0 because they're playing pies. At the Gabba, where they get rolled every single time we go there. Am I right or am I right? <sighs> You know what? By the way, do you know the last time? Week, you know, next is it next week that we play you guys? Yeah, Easter weekend. So you're that's full kit, wanker. full kit wanker. Guys, you got to get ready for this. Yep, we're going to live on Twitch from our phone. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Full kit wanker. This is going to be the funniest thing ever. Anyway, it's going to be better than me wearing a West Coast jersey. There we go. Let's let's get on to the next game. Um, let's start restart that timer and get on to. Can the next we just have the big O? What great five minutes he had though, just quietly. Who? Oscar. You yeah, yeah. Did you five, see this? Yeah, three marks. Dude, great. three contested marks and three got. Oh, no, two goals, one. Yeah. Huge. Oh, dude, turn the game. Big, Big time turn the fantastic. game. Fantastic. Um, the next game, Hawthorne versus the Dogs. Yep. Um, I actually watched a little bit of this game. I watched the end of it, but I. Because I was watching the. Bris- I think this was on the. Like, overlapping with the Brisbane game. No, I watched Brisbane, or... and then I think this game was on just after. Possibly. What was it overlap? It was definitely actually, overlap. Actually, no, it did overlap. It did overlap because I was thinking I was watching it and the Hawks were winning and I was laughing yeah. because you tipped the Dogs. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. I did and tip the Dogs. And then especially um, Hawks were winning by like five goals in the last quarter and I thought life was great. Yeah, and they turned their eight goal win. Eight uh, goal last they quarter. They kicked nine goals yeah. to one yeah. in the last quarter and absolutely rolled them big time. 106 to 87. Um, interesting, funny thing out of this game, Caleb Daniel absolutely rolled again in that halfback flank. I don't know what's happening. A, Bailey Williams was out. Probably didn't matter too much round one anyway. Um, JJ is out. Yep. So what's going to happen when they come back in? I know some people are flagging him being a top... I know. Like, top six forward. Pistol, top six. He said six. Not top ten, top six forward. Well, at the which, moment is the top three, isn't he? Yeah, but he's not going to sustain it. It's Caleb Daniels. Did you see how exposed he got? They're, not they're, not going, the they're not going to put JJ... Here's, here's the thing. Is anyone going to... Like, why do you need to train... Only people that are training here and looking for like a unique. I wouldn't trade a unique in at this point. You got the you got three. You know, Caleb um, Daniel defenders. won't over. He, oh, sorry, Caleb forwards. Daniel won't average over ninety. Oh, I don't know about that. He won't average. I think over he 90. might average ninety five ish. He's not, on the edge not, of the not a top ten. No, no way. You reckon? JJ Bevo number one. JJ oh, back in Williams. Nah, you're right. And did you see, like, once they have a better compliment, do you think they're going to put well, Daniel... Did you see Dunkley how much, played you, terrible in the midfield last week, which means McLean's yeah. coming in this week and Dunkley's going forward, right? Bevo logic. <laughs> you just got really angry all of a sudden, didn't you? No. Um, anyway, so, look, he, he he's great. The role is great, Show but I think that role's going to change. Do you know McLean outscored Dunkley this week? Yeah, no. He kicked some goals. They won a game. Big whoop. Uh, Dunkley also had like 16 cent bounces, so his role is great at this point. He just didn't do well, Chris. Um, I, I get it. But hey, like, hey, it's Dunkley's okay. Still... I'll, I'll be the first one to gloat when Shit Robbie... pick. Shit pick. I'll be the first one to gloat when Robbie Gray has his first 40. Disposals? No. First is first 40. 40 score. Robbie, Robbie score. Dude, Robbie they're Gray. playing calm this week. He's gone 140. Guaranteed. Who? Dunkley? No, Robbie, Robbie Gray. They played Port calm Adelaide. last week. No, who, no, who are they playing this week? Port Adelaide. Brisbane. Ha <laughs> ha. He's gone 140 for sure. Nah, not even. Six goals. Boom. You heard it here first. 
No, not Playing out of full forward, West left behind the ball, mate. He's going to kick six. Bang, 140. Boom. No, Robbie Gray's going to disappear like Robbie Gray does. Uh, <laughs> and they've won two games in a row. And what's he averaging? Like 100 flat? Pretty, uh, like, nah, like 98. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So don't even talk to me. Wait for Robbie still, Gray's first 40. Still like top six forwards right Robbie now. Robbie Gray's first 40. Um... <laughs> Anyway, You're a real butthurt about the whole Dunkley versus Gray thing, aren't you? Not even. Put I, I, want, I want them both in it. No, we didn't. Ah, we should have. We should have. Oh, uh, anyway, let's get back on top. Kick your ass. Now, um, so, I mean, watching the game, the the Bulldogs dominated basically the, the second, whole game. The, 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 well, the first two quarters, at least. Yeah, uh, and then the and third, third quarter, quarter was a little bit Yeah, of, Hawthorne ended up getting a bit of a roll on. But yeah. the, most of it, it was like literally... The dogs were like, oh, okay, they dominated so much of the ball, but then yeah. Hawks would just go, oh, and get the goal. Well, Sicily was intercepting everything that he could on his way to a, straight to an eighty-one because <laughs> yeah, he gives away he gave kick. away so many free kicks. He gives away the, the he gives away the dude. free kick, and then he abuses the umpire and then gives away another free. That kick. That was so hilarious when like tough shot on an angle, like don't get me wrong, was like caught on the goal line, and it's got a tough like snapshot for for a goal. And he just swears the umpire yeah. right in front of the camera. Like, everyone picks it up. He's like, nah, 50, mate. Don't talk to me like that. Puts him right in front. <laughs> like, basically, they could have had a chance, but nah, we're just going to nail it. even better is a, a, a free kick, which then results in a goal, and then B, a 50-meter penalty, which results in a I'm goal. I'm just glad that happened when I'm not owning Sicily. Yeah. What's Sicily's break even right now? It'd have to be. Because he good. had, what, 100 and then an 81, so he's probably going down. That's Sick dog. Where is he? Break even's one fifty. Okay, so and uh, average is ninety point five. So he's probably going to go down quite a bit of cash. What's yeah, his projected fair. projected change if he hits a ninety point five is eleven k. So he'll go down to five fifty nine. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, Gunston again one ten. Um, been proven. He's not in many sides as well, which is typical Gunston. To be fair, um, classic classic Gunston. Yeah, he could be a great option at some point. So yeah. if you have him, you'd be pretty happy because he has been performing. Um, a lot but- of people have Jaeger Amira. Yeah, there's actually and quite a few. 104. Yeah, but but 104. for 30, 30 disposals and a goal, you'd it's expect more than a 104. It's classic Omero. Well, it? he's 122 in, in fantasy. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. Uh, Cousins is probably the most interesting one to note. Ended up with a 92. Didn't do much at all until uh, Shields went off the field injured. Yep. Uh, now Burgoyne is as well out. So if you have him... And they've been listed awesome. three to four with hamstrings. Yeah, if so. you have him, awesome. Like, you wouldn't get rid of him. He didn't set the world on fire the first two rounds. However, now... He probably should actually score a bit better for the next month. Uh, I think you're laughing if you have him. We had a few people in our chat say, hey, like, do we need to get this guy in? No, you don't need to get him in because you have to burn a trade to get him in and he's still going to make cash. So if you have him, awesome. Don't move him on. Keep him for now. Um, whereas if you don't, he's not essential because you could just keep one of your guys at 117K. Yeah. That's still going to make you 100K. So don't stress it. Now, I know that um, the Hawks said that Wingard will be playing sort of a zero role, which is... Yeah, he'll get some CBAs, but he'll play forward. I think he might for the first what week now? for the first week or two, but they need him in the midfield. They're going to need him in the midfield uh, for the next four weeks. And he's playing this week, apparently. Paul, you think Josh Kelly coming in as risk number one. Risk number two is bringing in Chad Wingard this week. Yeah. If but you don't like massive. Heaney, bring in Chad Wingard, who's going to play midfield for me. So so if you're, I mean, yeah, again, that's risky. If you're dead set on losing, on, on, both, on getting rid of Heaney. Both risky. Maybe take a, a punt on Chad Yeah, Wingard. and then look, if you're going by that logic, trade Wingard in, watch him for two weeks, and then trade him as well and just burn two <laughs> trades. <laughs> and if you don't like that, get rid of Dusty because you don't like the price change. Bring in Josh Kelly. Yeah, watch, watch him for two it's weeks. It's fantasy, isn't it? Watch Aren't him. We've we got unlimited trades. You can watch him for two, two weeks. Two trades every week. He won't change price. And if you don't like him, <laughs> if he spuds it up, then move him on. 
Everybody's doing it. Whoop de fucking do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all it. about fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually don't mind that. Uh, Chris, I don't mind that strategy. You can watch them for two weeks and then move them on. Him. Yeah. Just get rid of them. Josh Kelly's uh, 620,000, so you might as well. <laughs> Just oh, get into it. Can't get rid of him. Um, anyway, so look, uh, the Bond, again, 97. I'm not too impressed with that, but no. Two people we want to talk about Tom Liberatore. Huge. He overscored, though, because of that goal. Goal, yeah. That goal probably gave him another 15 points that he probably didn't deserve. No, it doesn't matter, though, Chris, because if you own him, he is going jacked up in price because of a 128. Yeah, exactly. He's going jacked. Uh, Again, if you have him, awesome. I don't think he's essential to bring in. Nah. But uh, proved to those, I think, what, 28 disposals the week before, and this week he got 28 disposals with a goal. See the difference in... Yeah, 50-point difference. Yeah, he got like an 80 and then he got a 128. So uh, Um, His break-even's negative 29. He's definitely going to be making you cash. But unfortunately, let's say he he hits 100. He's only going to go up 22K. It's going to be a slow burn. That's a bit crap. Well, well, well yeah. until the week after it's that, because, more. it's because of the 75 and his rolling average. So after next week, then he'll, he'll, he will go, go he'll go jacked further. after that. Um, so if you're expecting a massive price hit up from just trading in Libra for one week, it's not going to work. Yeah, I think McRae's great. Played 88% time on ground. He's playing so much time on ground. Uh, I think he'll go massive against the Suns, his bunny side. I think someone posted, I think seven rounds, his last seven rounds against the Suns, his average is 130. Yeah. So that's my captain choice. Easiest captain choice of the round. Is yeah, and even Jack Fife was the easiest one for last week, and he still got like a 124, and that was on a bad round. So, yeah. Well, uh, and Bose took him to the cleaners, so. He, he just sat there and looked at it. He did um, look, Jack McRae, uh, again, if you don't have him, or if you thought that he wasn't going to be the midfielder that he was last yep. year, you're wrong. You've, you've just made an error. The problem is you can't really get him in there. So you kind of got to ride the wave until you can get enough cash to upgrade someone. Because... Uh, his, his break even is only 140. He could easily hit that this week. So if he... Yeah. And you got to remember the way that Supercoach works is that the magic number that they use to calculate the value of a player goes down every week for, say, the first eight or nine weeks. So the, the longer he stays at, say, a 130 average, the less chance that he has of, go, of dropping down quickly. The, the earlier in the season that they have bad... Uh, bad, uh, bad scores... Yeah, the better. The better it is for, for people trying yeah. to get him in. But... If they end up hitting that break even early, you got no chance of getting into yeah, the Yeah, you're going to be paying high sixes. It's not like for exactly a forever. Yeah. Like he's going to have to pull out. I mean, even if he pulls out a hundred, he's probably only going to go down maybe ten k. Yeah, like I think McRae, with the way McRae started, and especially considering, have you seen who they have coming up, Chris? It's amazing. Which I is know. Well, it's the reason I, I it's the reason I started him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we actually spoke about it, and I was like, the dogs. If they, I thought their first few rounds are actually pretty hard. And he's already still averaging so great. Whereas after this, I mean, they versus yep. the Suns this week, and then they have this awesome little bunny run, which then follows up with another bunny run coming up. So and that's, why, like, that's why I was thinking hold Libba yeah. earlier on, because he did well. I turned it over at, like, say, I think there was, like, halfway through the second quarter. Sorry. I turned it, like, turned it on halfway through the second quarter, and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen McCray anywhere. And someone said, oh, he's had him knocked to the ankle. And I was like, oh, is he not, is he not on the field? And he's like, no, he's still there. He's had 14 disposals. I'm like, oh, okay, so he's playing fine then. <laughs> like, he just moved to the half forward flank for a little bit. Must be fine, man. Uh, okay, he's just so a then jet. Collingwood next week after the Suns. That's probably their harder one. Then they verse Carlton. Yep. So the Suns, Collingwood, Carlton. Then they play Fremantle. So again, not another you know too interesting side. Richmond's obviously harder. Uh, Brisbane after that. So Bunny side. Yeah, he always scores well against Brisbane. Yeah, he does. So absolutely monster. Uh and then yeah, a couple of ones. So you got Geelong, North. 
Um, where are they? Is probably the West better Coast. question. West Coast. Okay, so yeah, you're looking at about at least what sixty percent of those games are actually pretty oh, good for them. Maybe so, even more because yeah, the, exactly. I mean, yeah, Hutchings tag is probably the one. Well, that's the reason I got him that's in right there for the buy. So and that's why I got Carlton in there because yeah. they versus Suns pretty early as well. I think uh, not this week, but the week after. Yep. Crips could go 170 and then be blown out of price. Agreed. So that's the reason I got in uh, McRae. All right, let's go through this Twitch chat before we move on to the next round. Sicily will be delicious in three weeks, I like. What stones do you say someone liked Jeez, it? We've got, we've got quite a lot here to Josh get Bruce, I don't even want to read that. Oh, by the way, Josh Bruce is Mark. Can we just oh. pause for a moment? That's got to be Mark of the Year. Has to be. It's Holy like McJesus. 360 rotation. It was, it was basically Andrew Walker rotating on someone's head but he's a hundred kilos heavier i oh, know what does like, he have to, what would you have, if he didn't win what would you have to do literally like pop off a couple of sparklers and some bloody almost <laughs> 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 to go off at the exact same time in the background oh, while no. you're like dude that was an insane mark no, that was great oh i watched that he just sat there i was that i was watching that live my um, Ash's parents were downstairs and he was talking to me and I was watching the TV but listening to him. And I went, what the fuck just happened? Like, <laughs> I was just like, holy McJesus. It was massive. What day was this game? I was driving that game. Oh, yeah? And then I yeah. heard... I oh, heard so you were listening. Yeah, I was like driving and listening because I like the commentary better than obviously the radio. So I was yeah. sitting there and I was like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, huh? And literally, <laughs> I think it was at the... Pulled over at the lights. And I was like, just, yeah, had a, had a glimpse. I was like, oh, that's yeah, ri- dude, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely uh, show me a hundred times. And stupid. I think it's two weeks, Heaney, bang, and then Josh Bruce, uh, absolutely monster. So yeah. uh, let's skim through these, shall we? Um, all right. So Ando says, I'm coming up from Melbourne. What, to the to Brisbane, if you are? Yeah, shout us out. Hit us up, Ando, mate. for sure. Um, I've got, there's a couple of guys that are coming to the Lions game we might be able to actually meet up with. So we might have a... I don't know if you want to do a meet and greet or something. Lions versus who? Uh, Collingwood. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. do that. Let's go to the Piney. So we, we might do it. If, if anyone is heading there, we're so going to do Piney. a meet, meet and greet at the Piney. Yep. Full and Kit Wanker. We'll... You can watch him live in Full Kit Wanker. Oh. That'll be so great. We're going to um, like Facebook Live with some fans. Jesus, I've got to get my so boots ready. Um, all right. Swiss says, every chance the Hawks um, got their isolated Daniel on at all. Oh, so good. Yeah, they isolated Daniel. He was. Yeah. That was yep. the best thing ever. Jetpack. That Caleb was Daniel funny. Oh, man, I lost They it. both had a bit of a chuckle. It was so good. That. I think Gunston or someone else after that, maybe. Um, also, quickly to note, Scrimshaw actually did quite well. Uh, very happy with Scrimshaw. So, um, he actually looked pretty good. Swiss says, uh, Danger, Heaney, Kelly, Dunkley, Robbie Gray, Westhoff, Smith, and Hawkins. Who else can be top six forwards out of this group? Really? You're putting in oh, Smith in that group? Devin? Really? Westhoff? Really? He still plays a mid-roll. I think he might still get there somehow. Hasn't looked Ooh, at it. It looks terrible, he, doesn't he? He relies on tackles. He's not getting... Um, Jack Darling can also get there. Um, who else can get there? Probably Boak is the other one. Yeah. Ogan, Darling, and Boak, the, the other two that you probably haven't mentioned. Uh, okay. Uh, Jack Collins, I think Gunston has a strong shot. He always has a strong Stonesy. shot. Always. Took time off Supercoach due to mental health issues as a result of last week. How crazy is Heaney? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, do I bite the gold, the goldie bullet? Oh, he's got gold. Stonesy's got goldie. I blame the mental health issues. <laughs> Stonesy, mate, you, we know you, you sh- take the piss a lot, so I don't know. I if actually I, think I, you got to trade goldie. I don't know if I actually approve of this um, content crew. Do you have Gordon goldie or Grundy and goldie? Because that is a big thing. Because I think, I think it. Look, I think the bigger issue is Stonesy's just waving around mental health like a lot of the AFL players, and I don't approve, Chris. 
I mean, if he's if he's actually having issues, then like Stonesy, I'd like no. to put my I'd like to put my arm around you and give you a, a nice cup just of like, Joe, just like Ben, likes a nice to put a his nice arm around me. yeah, a nice cup of Joe with um, a, a lovely Supercoach inside a mug. Um, that would be good. It would be good. A good come up to the Brisbane game, bro. If, we'll, if you are we'll feeling it, mate. If you are feeling it, if the, if the Black Dogs gotcha, mate, I'm all, I'm all with you. Yeah. Um, Sicily will be delicious in three weeks. Yes, he will be, but I probably don't have enough money to get there. Not at this three point. weeks. Um, dogs versus sons at Eddie had, how many points could we be looking at for their mids? Oh man, I don't even want to know. Um, a Craig could go 150 easy. However, we said this about Fife last week, didn't we? Uh, he did, and he didn't. So, well, but I mean, I think McRae actually pulls is his a bit, finger out. McRae's more of a work three quarter time. McRae's yeah. more of a work He's so more of an accumulator. Fife can yeah. just turn it on whenever he wants. Um, yeah. yep. McRae 180 on the Suns last year. Yeah, that's right, Jordan. Um, yep. Swizzy, McRae's last three versus the Sun is a 160 average. Oh, so good. But so this is what I mean. If you're not, so let's skip Captain's Corner this week because it's got to be Vice Captain Danger. If you don't Vice Captain Danger this week, you could get real burned because everyone has danger. And it's the most obvious VC selection. So if you don't vice captain, and he him, goes big, he's got a. I think he's got like a one forty five average against the crows. Yeah, yeah. I'm VCing him. So VC, I would. I'm hundred percent. You have to VC danger. I'm danger into McRae. And then I would. I would captain McRae. Uh, the only reason if I wasn't going to is if I VC'd Grundy over a Hickey. I don't think you're ever going to captain someone though this week because I think the VC is so important. And I think he probably goes 140, 150 that you're going to have to take it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or I can VC Grundy over Hickey instead of Danger, VC Grundy, and then yeah. take McCray. That's the only other second option to me. Uh, so Team Man Hawk says, I like Seisman's goal, but it wasn't top three of the round. Yeah, I can't believe it oh, wasn't top three. That's that was, ludicrous. That, was that, that is fast. literally, that's worse than Dunno Howe, and I'm not going to lie. That is how, un, like, out of touch the AFL is with the fans. Yeah. That is how how far it is. Yeah. Like any ask uh, any fan what the best well, goal was. You ask the Adelaide, ask the Adelaide fans, and they will tell you that it's all Victorian bloody bias. It's, it's uh, that's just the hundred percent cannot see and fathom how that actually happened. So, um, who is the best value forward under four hundred k? Warhol, Matheson, Marshall, etc. Not including Darcy Moore. Matheson v- best value forward is William. Why Drew. the hell is Matheson in that conversation? He's only good for draft. Do not consider. Uh, Warple possibly, I don't but, mind like Warple, but I wouldn't trade to Warple. I'd actually say Darcy Moore because he can make you more cash. He said we fair. excluding Darcy Moore. Now, Willem oh, Drew is the best value one. Oh, yeah, because he's averaging 95 and he's 123k. That's the best uh, value. yeah, Warple maybe, but I don't like him either. So, there you go. I don't mind Warple, but I think he averages 87, 88. And I think that if you're trading as someone in at that price, <laughs> at that price, you've just got to have a premium. So, that's that's why I wouldn't touch him. I don't think he's going to be top 10. Um, someone says, so Mount Moorstar says, I'm VCing Lloyd into McRae and I don't have danger. Yeah, that will mean that that's tough. Do you, how do you not have danger? That's, that's, that's real tough. Um, yeah, I, I, Lloyd into McRae is fine. I don't think Lloyd's going to go massive anyway, but um, sorry, Lloyd into McRae. I'd probably just stick with the, Go with a real outlandish VC then. Go with someone that could go one fifty plus. I'd probably just stick with a McRae captain because that that you know that's the best thing. So someone like a Lloyd who could go one seventy on any on a week one week of the year might be a good actual result. Uh, Swizzy says, would you consider VC Oliver versus Bombers um, or Cogs versus Tigers? Uh, maybe, maybe both, but I wouldn't consider them if I had danger at all. Not, not a chance. And uh, the last one, Jack Collings says, if you have 
Gorn Goldie combo and Mundy in the forward line, would you double trade Goldie and Mundy? Um, yes, I probably would. And I'd probably go Mundy in that situation. I'd go Mundy down to someone um, and Goldie up to. So what, what would you need to do? Oh. oh, Jesus. Monday to, I think you'd have to go, say, Monday to Warp or something like that, and then Goldie up to um, Gorn or something like that. Yeah, so that's pretty... All right, let's move, let's move on. Uh, also, Chris, I just want to tell you quickly, yep. there's a candle on in your bedroom and your missus is in the bath. So I think I've come over at the wrong time. She just likes but, lighting candles. But, but possibly the right time because... She just likes lighting candles. Wait, I nearly busted Plus, in there. Last, last, I'm not even kidding you. I went to the toilet and I nearly was like... I'd be okay with it. Really? Sharing is caring. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Um, well, look, Chris... Last I'm, night I'm... was like 12 o'clock or 1 a.m. And she's like, if that candle doesn't go out soon, can you blow it out before we go to bed? I'm like, um, yeah. Uh, you're only meant to have a cup. Okay. Chris, I'm greedy, so I'm happy to share yours, but not share mine. <laughs> you know, typical, typical. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. So last maybe I think we need now. to hurry up, Chris, because uh, either, I think you might be missing out on something just currently. <laughs> no. Uh, that never happens. Anyway, um, so <laughs> yes, let's move last on. Last game. Let's move on to Gold Coast versus Frio. Please. Now I did tip Frio, so I was a little bit upset that they. Well, of course, didn't you tip Frio. They beat North by like eighty points. So however, and it's Gold Coast. I'm happy Gold Coast. Won. I almost tipped Gold Coast. I went Gold Coast, uh, not tipping, but I actually was going for the. Can we just in the say straight the bat? They're not as bad as everyone thought they were going to be. Uh no, they lost by what one point, and now they've won a game. So uh, uh, kudos to them. I think they have. Had a great preseason. I actually think they're working together as a unit. Uh, and also, can I just say that they have more wins than Melbourne and Essendon right now. <laughs> <laughs> and probably more wins than Essendon for the whole year, so oh, that's good. No, no, no. Let's not go there. But no, I am very happy <laughs> with that. Like uh, but I think it's come on the back of some of the young talent. I think Bose has actually taken the next step. Dave Swallow. Um, Dave Swallow went massive. Dude, what's kick- he averaging? One, he got 140 this week. Let's have a look at what he's averaging, because that guy, I tell you what, he went big. all of a sudden... Tell me captain's goals. Averaging 113. Yeah. Look, if you haven't been drafted, you tell me what you're laughing. You wouldn't be trading to him, but I tell you what. No. He's uh, playing he, well. He looked great. Um, um, the other one is Jack Bowes, who's absolutely... Well, he dominated five. And Jack, Jack Mine actually linked up quite well around the ground. He did. Uh, probably had one of his best scores in a long time. Yeah. So, uh, look, I think if you got them, you're great. I think Collins with his big intercept mark at the end. Oh. That's what they brought him in for, so that was amazing. I watched some of the um, couch that I was a little bit intrigued with, because and I kind of agree with them. So... In that last passage of play, there was a clear 50-meter penalty that should have oh, gone to I, I agree. I saw that live, but and I was like, Ooh, I, didn't, I didn't realize, because I've seen this a lot in other games this last couple of rounds, where they've they've sort of laxed on that, where you know, if someone's running past, it's a 50-meter last year, right? Yeah. Bang. Oh, so many. They've really laxed on it, because in the whole last round, I was like 50. I could, I could spot five or six yeah, during the I round. Yeah, I spotted but, a couple. Yeah, and that's just for me watching with the, like on yeah. the telecast, not not being at the ground. And actually and, seeing someone run close yeah. in that protected zone. So, um, the, are, are they, have they relaxed on the rule, or is the rule changed? Like, I didn't... The rule hasn't I, changed. I don't think it did. No. It'll so become, relaxed it'll, the rule. It'll, it'll put, now that it's been under the spotlight, they'll probably, it'll probably be the, the rule of the round. The rule of the round, yeah. Rule of the round, even though they don't do that. But, and yeah. there was some high contact in the um, on a uh, Fremantle player when the ball was coming in. Not from, not from Collins. It yeah. was from a player behind. But, um, I don't know. I kind of think that... Yeah, Fremantle probably didn't deserve to win. Um, Gold Coast kicked like 19 behinds or something stupid, didn't they? Uh, yeah, seven goals, 19. So they had eight more scoring shots than Frio and only one by three points. Yeah. Um, so they, they looked a lot better. Gold Coast um, were the better team of the night. So I, I, I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, I still actually think best on ground was probably uh, Brad Hill, to be fair. Even mm. though Gold Coast won. Yeah, he was. Brad Hill was just not checked at all. He was absolutely running around. And he's averaging something huge. stupid as well. As well. Huge. 118, maybe? It's huge. Yeah, uh, 120.5. Yeah, like he, he's going nuts. But here's the thing, though. Those guys are so quick and damaging with the extra room. He was just absolutely running off tap. Yeah. So some guys that are well, fit. Well, you can't catch him. No. You're not, you're not, you're not running after him. No. Which I thought was like, yeah, good luck there. Yeah. So I think guys that are super fit and quick could actually have a really good impact in this game, which is why I think Petrotelli, if he actually gets a better role or maybe, like maybe not every game, he might get you a couple of thirties and forties and whatever, but I'm expecting one game where he might just absolutely go off tap um, if the role was there. But those types of players can break it open. That's true. Um, and that's a big difference, I think. So, and even Brad Scott on 360 was saying that he loves the rule. He was actually on the committee that implemented you know, with the rule changes. And he said, I love the rule. He goes, I just didn't think I'd be on the bad side of it. <laughs> So so soon, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so contestable, 100%. I'd also uh, like to say, before I move forward, um, Alex Sexton's doing his best Jordan to go role and playing a really good 6'2". Sexton's, Sexton's always been great. 6'2", full forward that leads at the ball. I've, I've, been, I've been impressed with Sexton for the last two years, except he's just never been consistent. Yeah. He looks great, and you're like, oh, wow, this guy, should I pick up this guy in draft? And then he just spuds it up. Um, he's Jordan now, to go well, now he's kicked. He's, eight, he's he's a shitter Jordan to go. Well, he's kicked eight goals in two rounds, yeah. and they've well again they've come within one point and they've won a game. Yeah. So how many of these guys are going to do well when Gold Coast actually nothing works well? You know, maybe mm. they're trying a few things and everything's gelling now, but then some other team will come up with a strategy, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Fuck, we we haven't dealt with this at training." You know, and then they get flogged by seventy points. Like th- it's going to happen. At some well, point. I mean, as I said, as we said last week in in the podcast. There's been sort of a, a massive, uh, there, you know, there wasn't very many scores from kickouts because the focus hugely in the preseason was okay. How do we defend kickouts? Not how do we yeah. score from them. No. How are we going to defend from because, kickouts? Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, we can just score normally, yeah. but if we can stop other people scoring from hundred percent, because yeah, coaches don't give a shit about scoring really. What they care about is ball movement from defense. That's what really scores points. Ball movement when you have. Uh, a clear a set of clearance is really easy. It's get the ball forward, get it into the hot spot. Yeah. Although from teams goal. are now spending a bit more time analyzing and training the center bounce because it is so pivotal as yeah. to which way it goes. Again, I watched on the couch the other night. It was yeah. bloody hilarious. Saying it's like a thumbnail between yeah, whether, well, whether the clearance goes your way or whether it goes the other way. No, so. well, they were saying so there's that last clearance between us, oh, second last clearance, center clearance between Brisbane and, and North Melbourne. And uh, Sean Higgins is on the attacking side of the uh, yeah. Zorko, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and Zorko's on goal side. And obviously, so Brisbane win the tap, goes straight back to Lockie Neal, he handballs out, and then Dane Zorko is on the attacking side just running straight into the 50. Like, yeah, that was the uh, that was a great handball by Neal too. Like, yeah. bang, the um, up, up and loft. Guys, well, he so won good. like four clearances around. Yeah, huge. So, but like, I... I can't like and they they were like oh I couldn't understand why Sean Higgins is in defensive side in a six 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 no but they were saying but, uh, Brad Scott Brad Scott yeah Brad Scott was saying that usually they they structure no, up behind no them no or, but not only that but I think because the JLT and they actually got on quite a run of goals in the JLT and came back maybe against Port or something like that. I think some of these players are starting to get a bit excited because they can get that clearance. So the North were being very attacking. Because they got excited on the possibilities of the six six six. Agreed. Whereas now yeah. they're like they got so excited being like we can get these clearances, but they lost it. Yeah. So they were too attacking. Yeah. They were too attacking. They it's were too a roll offensive. Of dice, but um, yeah, in a in a clearance that can decide or, or win a game. 
Yeah. I think it was strange. Uh, I'm with you, but that was pretty much really all it took out from that game, really. I mean, that five should have gone a lot bigger and just kind of coasted. Well, we, like he the was third quarter, he had like 10 points. I think he scored for the whole quarter. Was, Shoot, it was horrible. It looked uh, like he was not, but, not wanting to be there. It was literally his best impression of Dustin Martin, except he actually <laughs> still scored a 120. So, uh, But no, he, he... Last quarter, he actually turned up. Oh, he pulled up. That last well, 10 minutes of the last quarter, well, you know he was why? like, because, shit, we're going to You know why? Game. Because the game was in yeah. the balance. And then before that, he was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we're winning or we're gonna, it looks like we're going to win. He's just waiting for someone else to do it. So he wasn't worried. 10 minutes ago, he's like, oh, crap, this game's on the line. Pulls his finger out and then actually starts trying to impact the contest. I agree. And he's been criticized this week multiple times about his, you know, poor work rate. So... I actually expect Fife to actually pull his finger out a little bit more now. I don't know, but I'm glad I don't own him. And right. it's not because he's not the number one um, midfielder. Like, he is. He's currently the number one midfielder in the game. Um, I oh, just yeah. think, again, uh, it's the same reason why I don't have Rockcliffe at the start of the season. I didn't want to burn a trade with him later in the season. So, um, hopefully that doesn't burn me. I've got Neil, who's number two, and he's a, he's almost a pod now. I think I think, and, five, um, I think I think Fife will hurt you. I've got the other four. I've got the other big four. I've got um, Neil, Clayton Oliver... Um, Jack McCrae, Patrick Cripps. So yep. I think it will hurt you, just quietly. Well, uh, the reason I want to start Fife is because, again, I didn't want to burn a trade to bring him in. So it's the same risk. Hmm. So I'm going to start with him if he loses. And well, I'm actually I'm actually in a great position right now because I haven't actually used, I haven't had to use any trades to correct my side so far. Touch wood. Yeah. But as in, I, my rookies are pretty good. My premiums are going well. So Don't, therefore, I'm look, actually in a great if position we'll leave you with for, anything, for that. If we leave you with anything today, it's this. Don't trade just because you need to trade because it's fun trading. Trade because you need to, like you've got to correct something in your side this week. Yeah. Something if you don't that's di- need to something don't trade. diabolical. Yeah, like you know, I mean, if your hair was grey and you wanted to, tr- you know, trade it, then trade it. Trade right, it's diabolical. It is absolutely fucking diabolical. But don't trade just because don't trade just because you want the luxury and the look of it. Like trade because it's diabolical. All right, now, before we head off, we're just going to go through these last Twitch questions here. Um, hey, lads, what do you think about Yo? Uh, two subpar games now, trade or keep? Um, oh, that's a tough that's one. That's a tough one because he, he's been tagged in both games. And, yeah, exactly. And he's had, like, 20 clangers, like 11 and 9 or something. I think it's he comes so back. so bad. Oh, Again, so do I. So do what, I. What does Yo, Yo average the last two games? What's Yo averaging from round 3 to round 22? I still don't think he's top 10, though. You you were more optimistic, but I don't think he's top ten. I think he's top ten from now to the end of the year. I don't. I think Gaff coming in really helps him. Still, I don't. You need him to average one ten still from now. Oh, I mean, like you know, I think he could average. Still the issue around. is, of course, if you take that punt and say, "I'm going to stick with him for a couple of weeks," he's yeah. probably going to lose fifty, sixty oh, k, and you're going weeks. to be stuck with him. Yeah, it'll be the dust of mountain of last year. Just, mm. just saying. So I can understand where you're coming from. I would say. If you had Yo, which is, I think, not many people do, the difference in price that you can benefit to go down to, say, Matt Crouch. Yeah, Matt Crouch, maybe. I think if you have money, go up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you have money, go up. But if you don't have the money, then I'm almost inclined to say hold instead of trade because then you're just, again, you're 50-50 on whether they will be a top 10 like Matt Crouch. Hopefully, he will. Well, yeah. I mean, again... It's still 50-50. If you can go to the top six... Or five, so the top five. Go to the guys that are going to average you one fifteen plus. If you can go to the top oh, five guys, if you nice. don't have one of them, yes. If you can't, then I think it's a bit more like 50-50, horses yeah. for courses. Agree. Uh, you might as well hold instead of get rid of him because... If you can go up, go yeah. up. Otherwise, you might as well go one down, one up, and then get him to the ultimate premium. Anyway, yeah. So. Agree. Good question, though. I really like yeah, that question. Yeah, I do like that. 
Um, Aussie Gamer two three one says, "Any news whether Hall is back? We haven't got confirmed. Uh, news, not till tomorrow night. I'd say we just ass- we assume. I'd say it's fairly likely. Um, yeah, we won't know till six twenty five tomorrow night. So, um, all right. Uh, Mount Mallstar says the right time. Don't cut his lunch. Maybe she wants a baby. What? Oh know. no! Don't cut your lunch. Is in your missus in the, Oh, I'm yeah. cut- being me being here. Chris <laughs> is cutting your lunch. Is what he's uh, saying. I feel you. I feel you. Thanks, but you bro. know." Thanks, bro. Maybe instead of cutting your lunch, we'll just make it a double-decker sandwich. <laughs> True. Um, Mount Mallstars says, new rules could help Brad Hill, who will only go 105. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be top uh, 10. No. Brad, Hill, Brad Hill will not be top. Um, Sexton in a good team. Um, yeah, that would be good to watch. That would have been good to watch, actually. Yeah. Six- yeah. Um, hey, Fozzie uh, says, uh, uh, finish my work tonight. What did I miss? Well, the whole podcast, but you can go back and rewatch on Twitch. Yes. We'll have it uploaded on um, YouTube, YouTube within the next hour. So yeah. And fun. then I'll be taking that um, home to do my editing tonight. So cool. if we can get out of here, that'd be great. Chris S- uh, Sexton currently on top of the Coleman after round two. Sounds like as far uh, we know the winner, Jack, uh, Jack Rewalt's out for a few weeks roughhead and buddy not on top of this yeah of course because they haven't played um can jack martin average 90 plus it will he's shown us that he has the potential to average close to that probably can average 90 plus jack martin yeah no he's just uh, i think he'll he will do well i think he'll actually add value to next year when he actually gets straight out to essendon although he might not want to go he might not want to go there just yet so Very cool. uh no i think he'll 88 at best i think jack martin i think he's he looks great but i think he's not consistent so um, yeah. And Strata says, who are the top eight potentials in the midfield at this stage? I don't think it's changed too much from our top ten preseason predictions, to be completely honest. No, pretty much. The only ones that have changed I are like the fringe much, players at one Yeah, 10. like Matt Crouch looks like he's going in. Bontepelli might be top ten at best. Possibly not. Well, I think that um, if, if he plays in midfield, he's definitely top ten. Yeah, I think it's yeah hit and go. So, so I think I actually think Trelaw's got pretty good odds at this point in time. Yeah, to actually so, go top ten. So. But outside that, the top five aren't changing. The top six probably don't change. So you're talking about Josh Kelly, Clayton Oliver, um, Nathan Fife, McRae, McRae. Who else do we have in there? Putting Cripps and Neil and Cripps, uh, and Josh Kelly, Neil, Coniglio, Josh Kelly, Coniglio, Trelaw, yeah. Bont. Yeah, that's pretty much your, your ten. Yeah. Outside of that, if it, if, I mean, again. I think that's at it. the back end of that ten, there's probably a few that can be contact. You know that he might yeah. make top ten, but that's about it. Yeah, I think that's about it. All right, Chris, it's nearly nine thirty, so that's uh, nine teams in nine games in ninety minutes is blown out. <laughs> it's blown out. I told. I told it's about you. About two and a half hours. Yeah, we've got to go nine teams in five minutes. I think we do that. Nine nine games well, in five minutes. By the time you read everybody's comments, which we love, PS, there's still twenty eight viewers on here, so that's great. I'd like to see the average throughout the night. So, uh, yes, two hours, 20 minutes. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, as we've said, we've already kind of covered our captains and stuff anyway. So I think if you're not going VC, Grundy or um, Goldie. Yep. Goldie, no. Um, Dangerfield or Grundy would be the best VCs straight into McRae. If you don't have McRae, I actually don't mind so much the VC danger into Grundy. Not as bad, but Grundy. You expect him to still do well, I feel. so. I also don't um, mind... Um, uh... Gorn or Oliver as captain choices if you need to as well. Who are they playing this week? Essendon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I actually think Oliver could Bell go... Bell Chambers leaks points to... Oliver could go big. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I am with you there, Chris. But thank you very much for tuning in, staying with us. Um, for those that are paying in online, thank you and enjoy. So we'll get this up as soon as we can. And so. just quickly, if you do want to donate to us, they're just below here on our channel. You can uh, donate yes. to us. 
there's a donation one. Um, go straight to our channel and you can hit up our Streamlabs donation. Yeah, especially um, especially even if one out of the the thirty online Twitch followers right now wants to shout us some beers, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, if you go to the pub, you shout people beers, and we will literally shout you out, and we will show you whatever you purchase and. You know, we like to drink. So and everybody's a winner. Yeah, or if you have some connections at a brewery, then again, why have you not contacted us sooner? And we can totally be sponsored by people. By the way, we just hit 1,500 uh, people on uh, Twitter, which is ah, awesome. And we're about... Up, nearly 1,000 on 50 Facebook. followers. Yeah, 50 followers shy on Facebook from yep. 1,000. When that happens, we'll have a big I Facebook 1,000 party. Yes. So yeah. anyway, thanks again for twitching in. Oh, twitching in and for following us. Uh, so we do apologize for the long podcast, but as you can see, it's a very complex time. It just drags it out like like no, it's a very complex. It's a very complex time. People have a lot of questions, and there's so much to cover. So look, if you want the longer ones and you want to stick with that, we're happy to do that. If you want to shorten it up, please do give us feedback because um, I am all for trying to keep things within ninety minutes. So you know, (laughs) again, we just ramble. So thanks again. Until next time, peace. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. I am invincible, I'll break